My name is Thomas Light. I am the researcher who designed and built Mega Man X. I urge the people of the future to remember that X is my... The world's hope. And welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I'm David Oxford, possibly better known around these parts as LBD Night Train. And joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, the dude, Brian, proto-dude, Austrin. How's it going, guys? Shadow Rock ZX. Hey, guys, what's rocking? And from Game Explain, our special guest, Ash Paulson. Hello there, thanks for having me on. Uh, pleasure to have you, as always. <laughs> I'm always happy to be here. Glad to have you. And we have come together, our forces united, to talk about, well, another unifying force in the video game industry, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or as you may better know it, E3. I can't believe it's already here again. It's, how is it June again already? I just feel like this just happened. We just got the Everybody is Here Smash Brothers Ultimate trailer, and oh my god, Ridley, and oh my god, and it's now a year later, and I don't know where the year went. Smash is already out. (laughs) Jeez. For for some, they put it away and waiting for the next DLC fighter, you know. Oh, I I never put Smash, I am waiting for the next DLC fighter, but I, I don't think I can ever put Smash away. It's kind of like my one evergreen game that I'm just always going to keep going back to. That's awesome. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. I really need that. to get back to it myself at some point, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I still need to cover all the Mega Man, uh, well they call them spirit fights. <laughs> oh, you haven't um, done them all? Uh, I done, I think I done them all at this point. I recorded them. I just gotta like actually sit down and do commentary and stuff. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm kind of crazy. I don't even know why I did this, but I actually do have every single spirit. Although I think I did miss the the one they just added with the 3.1 update, but they'll you know they'll they'll put it into the regular shop rotation at some point. Yeah, props to you. I mean, that's crazy. It was just something I worked on over like four months. It wasn't something like I set out to do, but then as I played World of Light and I finished it, I'm like, you know, I already have like, I'm only 200, 300 shy of getting them all. Might as well just go for it. And it wasn't that hard to do, just kind of picking away at it over time. So it was a very casual thing that I attempted. Gotta smash them all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but. This year, we are here not to discuss Smash, but to discuss... Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess we can discuss Smash. I don't, I don't know what you guys are expecting out of E3, but uh, this being a Mega Man podcast, first and foremost, I think we should probably address the big blue elephant in the room, and that is, well, Mega Man. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I am not expecting anything Mega Man from E3. Me neither. <laughs> Unfortunately, I feel like this is going to be a very short discussion, or at least this segment of it will be. Yes. Yeah, it's. I I think honestly, X Nine. If that's a thing that ends up being announced, it's not going to be at E Three. I think, and I think that's a good thing because, 
I think if there was a time that Capcom was going to announce it, it would not be in June, it would be in December. I agree. Yeah, completely yeah. agreed with the with the whole, you know, the Mega Man's birthday and everything. Uh, it, it just doesn't feel like Mega Man's really an E3 property, as, as much as I hate to say that. I, I We love Mega Man, but the, he's not necessarily one of Capcom's big, big, big leading properties, like Monster Hunter with the Iceborne expansion coming out, Resident Evil. You know, he he's still the mascot, mm-hmm. but he's right now not, like, what, headlining Capcom's different franchises Indeed. so needs a standout event on his yeah, own exactly yeah. we, we could put it this way he's barely reaching one million meanwhile the other franchises are doing actual multiple millions of copies so you can tell where the priority is yeah. right that said it's it is really nice just to be in the position of of knowing that capcom's very happy with how 11 and all the collections did last year and that yeah. The series is in, yeah. a, is in a good place. Like for you know, yeah, as you guys mm-hmm. know, for the first time in a long time, we can feel reasonably confident that we can look forward to another game down the line. Indeed. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think it's cooler that Mega Man gets his own kind of event in December for his anniversary, and that just seems like the better place to do it because. Like, if they'd announced Mega Man 11 at E3, I think it would have been lost in the crowd. I don't think sites would have been talking about it nearly as much. It would have been the, the like, in the this also happened at E3 kind of column. Right. Uh, That said, um, well, you know what, I'll come back to that in a second. But the only (laughs) thing I can imagine them announcing that would make significant waves at E3 that is Mega Man... Not counting like a cameo, like a Marvel vs. Capcom or Smash or something like that. Uh, I think the only like pure Mega Man game that they could announce at E3 that would potentially have this... You guys know where I'm going with this. That would have the significant enough splash to warrant being alongside everything else at E3 is Legends 3. Right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Mega Man Soccer too. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Even that, though, I wonder because you know, at yeah. this point, Legends Three is a is a cult sequel, like a fifteen year late cult sequel to a game that was already a cult sequel, which itself was a sequel to a cult game. <laughs> so I feel like the, the audience here is so narrow with Legends Three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would do that for E Three. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to get Legends Three. I hate you know, I hate to say that, but I don't know if E Three would be the place to drop that either. Mm. I agree, actually. Um, Legends... See, uh, in the Mega Man community, it's my community, we we like to talk about which is the most popular Mega Man franchise. Usually it's Classic, and then X, and then you got the Battle Network, and then the the ones on the lower tiers are like Star Force and Legends. We like to joke around that Star Force only has 10 fans in his fan base, and sometimes it feels (laughs) like that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, like... Like I was saying, it's with Legends. I mean, that it's like if there was any of them that would be on a scale that would possibly be able to break through that kind of uh, glass ceiling, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one. That's the one that would probably require the most budget, the most push, the kind of thing that you really kind of, you know, put out front. It's the technically speaking, probably the biggest among the Mega Man franchises. And when I say technically, I'm talking about the open world aspects and the 3D and the graphics and just everything going on there. It's on a whole different scale from anything else in the franchise. And if Capcom really wanted to throw like some serious you know, effort and money and manpower and just the whole nine into it, that could potentially be an E3 showpiece. 
But that's a lot of... That's kind of asking a lot, just in light of everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah. reaching. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell you what my dream Mega Man-related E3 announcement would be, or one of them. I guess anything, but you guys will laugh at this. I tweeted about this maybe a few months back, but I had a dream one, one night. It was a great dream. <laughs> but it was one of those dreams where you wake up and you're immediately sad that you woke up, because it's like, that was so good. And it was a complete remastering of the whole Mega Man Zero series with sprites and backgrounds redrawn by Toru Nakayama. Like, uh, completely his style, yeah. completely, you know, just remade from the, not remade, but remastered from the ground up with these beautiful HD graphics for Switch, and I was so excited because I didn't see it coming, and then I woke up. <laughs> That's so rad. Just, just to clarify for anybody who might not, you know, know all their, uh, you know, people who make these things. That's the uh, artist who provided the uh, production art for the games, right? Yes, correct. So y if you get like the Mega Man Zero art book, you'll see all of his stuff throughout. And I just, I have to say, even now, I think Mega Man Zero's art might still be my favorite art style of, from any game ever, like across any genre. I love that series' art. Mm -hmm. mm. My my dream Mega Man announcement, besides X9, of course, would probably be Battle Network 7. Just, like, have a continuation of the Battle Network storyline where they follow Landsun patch. And they have online features and all that. I just, I don't know. I've been saying for a while, like, I really want Mega Man RPGs to come back. I really like to just play a new one for the first time in forever. That'd be pretty epic for me. <laughs> I, I would yeah. love that. I, I feel like I might rather have another sequel series in that timeline, though, just because Battle Network as it stands, mm -hmm. I love it. But as it stands, it's one of the few Mega Man series to have gotten a definitive conclusion. And I appreciate that. So I kind of wanted to I want to leave it where it is and just get another maybe 100 years later, you know, after Star Force and maybe, you know, get mm -hmm. that going. But I just love that, like, Battle Network actually did end properly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, and it's okay. Even if you did go with Land Sun, I don't think you want to go Battle Network Seven necessarily. You might want to kind of create like a problem. new sub series, yeah. like you know Battle Network Next or something. Just yeah, throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. Battle Next Work. Yeah, yeah, the X series. <laughs> I, I thought I thought of that one too, nice. and then I immediately hated myself for it. So <laughs> see, I yeah. have no shame, so I just went and said it. I have a friend. Uh, his name is Saberman. And he, at one point, he was working on a Battle Network fan project. They called it Battle Network Legacy, or Mega Man Legacy. And basically, it does follow Lin's son. And they also have Mega Man .wexe because they're starting to incorporate the wave technology. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, that's, that's like some new characters and stuff. Dex is the mayor and all that good stuff. So it's like a continuation, but it's a whole new series, too. Nice. Interesting idea. Are they still working on that Chrono X fan game? Yeah, it's still going strong. Nice, nice. I haven't heard anything about that in a while, but... Yeah, it's, they're still working on it. Let's see. Uh, you know, I still gotta, I still gotta finish the uh, second and third Star Forces, now that I think about it. I would love to see a continuation of uh, ZX at some point, just to cap mm, that yes. off, if nothing else. I, that, that damn mm. cliffhanger. Mega Man and cliffhangers yep. really don't mix very well, because like, we're waiting on that. <laughs> we're waiting to get Mega Man Trigger off the moon, and we've like been waiting to see what happened to Axel after his head crystal was shattered by Luminae for like mm -hmm. a million years now, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoilers oh, for 15-year-old games here. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Spoiler warning. 
But uh, yeah, I, I hate cliffhangers. I and I've really grown them hate, to hate them in uh, Mega Man games because so often they just don't get followed up on. It's like unless that sequel is already in development, don't do a cliffhanger. Right. right. <laughs> it's like guarantee. the one time they decided to do a cliffhanger, they just pretty much cancel the series for a and, while. And part of me yeah, wonders basically. if they were working on X9 or at least had planned to do it back then and then just scrapped it for whatever reason. But I wonder if they had every intention of going right into X9 back when X8 came out. I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest. Like, yeah. For example, uh, KJ Inafune, he wanted to remake all the first six Mega Man X games. Right. He put out so Maverick Hunter X seven. and then the rest is history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't have stopped at six. He should have remade the first seven. But anyway. <laughs> I just uh, really hope, like, given all the groundswell around X lately, I just really hope they're at least thinking about X9. Because you know the, the soundtrack that came out with the whole, like, the, the story synopses for everything X has gone through thus far, and then that last column is like, X's story is not yet over. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's do it, guys. Let's finally it's do coming. it. <laughs> It's coming. Te- technically, if they never do anything, yeah. it's not like they haven't, like, you know, right. Mega Man Zero kind of fulfills that. That's true, as too. As prophecy. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> no, you're totally right. I just, I want to play the Elf Wars, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm torn on that. I, I, I don't... Mm. If Elf Wars was a thing, I'd want it to be its own series. I don't okay. want it to be like X9 or anything like that, because then you have to end the X series, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. That's fair, that's Man. fair. Yeah, if they did Elf Wars, they would have to make up a lot too, because as far as I know, all we know about is that X and Zero fought Omega, and also there was the Mother Elf and all that good stuff. So they would have to make up a lot of new story elements to actually make a game out of it, I would think. That's true. Yeah, it'd, it'd be fleshing out what's there for sure. Uh, how long? How long did the Elf Wars last? I'm trying to remember. It was. Oof. God, it's been a while. I I, I, I thought it was like yeah, yeah. hundred years. <laughs> yeah, I thought right. it was. I feel like it's that's just the de facto for Mega Man. Like a hundred years is how long. Yeah. It no, took. no, it wasn't later. a one hundred year war. <laughs> yeah. no, it wasn't. It wasn't a one hundred year war. Was it not? Uh, okay. It was pretty brief. I mean, Mega Man Zero took place like a hundred years like later or that's something, true. but. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was like I'm trying to think if it was like one year or three years or something like that. It was it was it, it wasn't like too long as I recall. But when you consider that, like you know, you can usually beat one of these games like you know in like you know about six or eight hours or something. Uh, you know, that's a lot of filling in to do. So true. Maybe it could sustain its own series. <laughs> I just want to see. I want to see X's final triumph over the Sigma virus in game form. You know, this all happens off screen, and like X is my favorite mm-hmm. character of all time. I want to see his. <laughs> huge triumph over his, you know, greatest nemesis that happens, but we don't get to see it right now. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's pretty grueling, the, guys. Yeah, it's it's kind of, the the issue. It's kind of like with uh, Mega Man Classic <laughs> series. People are like, oh, we want to see the connection to X. Well, you don't want that in the Classic series because then you don't get any more Classic games unless they like, you know, make it a non-numbered game or something. That's why I've always <laughs> thought it should be done in the X series, where it's like, you know, kind of flashing back. Think uh, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, the movie. You guys seen that? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know how it effectively uh, closed the book on the uh, Batman-Joker rivalry, but it did it in a way that they were still making Justice League episodes with the Joker, like, you know, and Batman after that. That's a good idea. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
that that's how you want to approach something like that i think if not like you know just like a uh, side story kind of game which uh, who knows how capcom feels about doing that kind of stuff at this point right yeah Elfors. now as far as exploring something as lore heavy as the elf wars are which you know it's more lore than you know game at this point uh or even more lore than story at this point. I, I, I feel good about it with the current guys uh, doing Mega Man because they finally explored, like, you know, what kind of drove uh, Wily and Light apart in Mega Man 11. That was a huge part of it. Yeah. So I like the idea that we've got guys who, you know, might see some of these holes in the uh, past events and are willing to explore them further. And in the case of 11, they even incorporated it into a major gameplay element, which is even better. So. Yeah, that's right. true. There's just so much they could do. Hope. I mean, you know, and I don't know. I don't know if we'll if, if we'll ever get any of this stuff announced at E3 or not this year or in future years. But there's so much they could do, and it's just the series is still so ripe for different ideas and different things they could do. I still, how has there not been a dedicated Mega Man rhythm game yet, guys? This is <laughs> some of the most storied video game music of all time, beloved. How does he not have his own rhythm game? Come, let's right. waste time. <laughs> Like rhythm man rhythm. heaven <laughs> yeah how, how do the yeah. makers of street fighter never make a mega man fighting game no the arcade games don't count <laughs> right right uh, does I, me- do I remember everybody games? wanted that way back in the 90s mm-hmm. right, right alongside that uh, xrpg that we eventually got uh, yeah. and that was well may- maybe a discussion for another time but... <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's that's not an indication I don't like it. It's just not what I was hoping for. Is basically two separate things there. Right. Uh, as far as E3 goes, you know, I, if I would have expected anything to be shown there, it would have been a collection of some sort. Because, mm-hmm. and I don't think we're getting that this year because usually they announce it ahead of time, and they haven't done that. So unless we hear something in the next couple of days. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to be seeing any sort of new collection at uh, E3. Though yeah. that that is a good point. Uh, actually, Capcom said yesterday during their blog post about their E3 plans that they have something cooking for tomorrow, June 6th. I, I have no idea what it could be, though. I, I, I'm i going to guess it's something to do with uh, Google Stadia, Stadia, however you mm, pronounce it. Right. Because that full reveal, I think, is tomorrow, too. So it'll most likely be support for that or I don't know Monster Hunter or something yeah I, I thought it was Stadia like Stadia oh, right. I thought it was Stadia ah, yeah, as well yeah Stadia Stadia yeah <laughs> perhaps got it yeah so that, that's that's wrong that's where my bets are oh <laughs> uh, okay okay so like uh, t- sorry was it June 6th that uh, you said it was happening yeah tomorrow June 6th they didn't give a specific time they just said keep an eye out for updates especially on June 6th does does like June sixth like six six like I don't know translate to anything in you know Japan like the way we have like Rockman Day or Goku Day and you know because the numbers play funny. I mean that's oh, a good man. point. What is oh, it on the ninth or something? Uh, June ninth for a Roku. Roku. Yeah, yeah. Rock, rock, Roku Man Day. Yeah. Hmm. So what, what would six six be? <laughs> I, I don't I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I mean, we have been saying, I think rightfully so, that, that we're probably not getting a Mega Man announcement at E3 and that it might not be the right format for Mega Man. But I could also see a surprise Mega Man announcement during Nintendo's E3 Direct going over really well with Nintendo's fans. Like, I, if they positioned it as a reveal for Nintendo, that could work in its own Direct. But otherwise, I don't 
in the, or in their direct. Otherwise, I don't see how it could work though. Yeah. So what you're saying is that Nintendo is going to money hat Legends Three the way they did Bayonetta <laughs> yeah. and whatever else. Exactly. They should. They, yeah, they should. Man, that'd be they, great. Just show, they, sh- they show a title. It's coming. Oh my god. People freak out over a title once again. <laughs> yeah, that's all it would take. Um, now here's the thing, though. Um, I, I think we could see one potential Mega Man centric. Not Mega Man series centric, but one that heavily involves Mega Man announcement at E3. Do you guys remember the rumors about Capcom kind of going back to the drawing board and redoing Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom? Yes, I yes. do remember that. Yes, that might be a thing that they could do there. That's I, true. I don't know if that's better suited for like your Evos or something like that, but mm-hmm. uh, you know that's just a possibility. That's true, and I feel yeah. like they're still they've still got to be working on that. I, I, or MVC4. I don't think they're going to let that series kind of ride off into the distance with, you know, is the, the abject disappointment that Ultimate was. So, which sucks, because yeah. my boy X finally got in after all this time, <laughs> I know. and nobody liked the game. <laughs> <laughs> nobody liked it. It's the monkey paw thing, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Man, he, he's extremely I, I sad. Still, <laughs> I, I, I still have to play the one that we did get. <laughs> oh, mm. man. Yeah, uh, if you really think about it, though, in terms of, like, the Capcom Redemption arc that's going on, they release all these good games, but they still gotta make a good fighting game again. (laughs) So, MVC4 could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, if we're talking about Capcom fighting game revivals, this does not have to do with Mega Man, I apologize, but I want a new Rival Schools. That's still, like, one of my favorite fighting game series of all time. Yeah, brother. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. Put it on Switch. I, I, I'd, I'd love a new Saturday Night Slam Masters, but the problem is the guy who did, I think, Fist of the North Star did the character mm-hmm. designs. And honestly, I mean, I'm okay with just, like, you know, filling out the roster with uh, wrestling themed uh, Street Fighter characters and then, like, you know, add some new ones for good measure, but, you know, just bring it back that way. But other people disagree, so. Anyway. Right. When do you guys think we'll get any more news on the uh, upcoming Mega Man movie, for better or worse? Maybe next year or, or next two years. Yeah, maybe the, yeah. maybe there will be a teaser poster at E3. Maybe yeah. there's going to be a teaser poster at E3, and then they saw the reaction to Sonic, and were like, you know what? We're we're gonna we're gonna wait and see how this plays out. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be yeah. it's gonna be really interesting to see what kind of design and vibe they settle on for this movie. I. If, I, yeah. if it's anything other than animated or mostly CG, I just don't see it landing. I can't see a live-action Mega Man landing. No. I think they did confirm it was live-action. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I think they did, too. I thought they confirmed it was, like, live-action CG combo, like Sonic. I just realized uh, something. Who's doing the movie? 20th Century Fox. Well, they're distributing it, but, um... That means it's a Disney movie now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That's Funnily so enough, weird. They, they put out that schedule for like the next like five years of movies from Disney, and it wasn't there. Uh, but it was mentioned recently in a Capcom uh, press release for like the future outlook, and it had you know the Monster Hunter movie, Mega Man movie. So it's not dead or anything, but it may right. be a while. Right. Like something since the announcement where everybody was uh, parroting it and forgot that they'd already announced the movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it, 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 in all likelihood, we'll all wish it ended up being killed because, like, you know, video game movies not the best track record, but it's just weird that Capcom seems to have enough 
faith in Mega Man as a as an IP that it can carry its own movie, which is kind of cool. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah, you know, canceling mm-hmm. everything and then bam, 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 <laughs> yeah. TV show, Aladdin. yeah, <laughs> right. That is, that is very. They're yeah. very, really pushing Mega Man lately. That's for sure. Yeah. We did Not it, that guys. we have any problems with that. No. Uh, personally speaking, and I mean, this is probably going to come across as sacrilege, but um, I really hope that they are do not adhere too much to the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, if it's if it's trying to go for its own thing. I mean, although we did see what happened when they tried to do that with Sonic, and for better and worse, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm look, I'm super hyped about the movie because it's going to probably be a train wreck, and I love train wrecks in that sense. Um, yeah. But I, you know, we saw what happened when they tried to kind of adapt their own source material to Sonic. And well, Sonic's kind of a different story because, because oh, Sonic's. Let's face it, I love Sonic <laughs> dearly, <laughs> but the Sonic franchise over its uh, storied history is kind of a mess. That that would be putting it kindly, for sure. You, you could ask five different people what Sonic the Hedgehog is about, and you could probably get five different answers. <laughs> and they would all be equally valid, is <laughs> where I'm coming from here. And theoretically, you could do that with Mega Man, between, like, you know, Battle Network and Star Force yeah. and Legends and all that stuff. But um, basically what I'm thinking, though, is it seems that Capcom's really doubling down on the original lately. We got Mega Man 11, which kind of goes back to the roots of the whole uh, conflict. We've got Fully Charged, which is like a different interpretation of the light builds, like, you know, Mega Mm -hmm. Man and, you know, Robot Masters kind of thing. We got that uh, patchy slot machine, which is yet another interpretation of that. And I could honestly see the uh, movie being yet another interpretation of that without, you know, being a strict adherence to, like, what we saw in 1987. That's true. And I'm honestly for that, because, you know, let's not try to... Keep it faithful, like you know, but at the same time, don't you know? It's 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 a balancing act, but I think it can be done. Uh, there was something that uh, your wife posted the other day about how the uh, the military or the U.S. government is tracking down Sonic, being like, "Oh my gosh, look at this guy! What is he doing? Uh, you know, get him real quick!" It's like if they do that for Mega Man too, I'm so done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be so bad. But, I mean, with Sonic, it actually makes kind of sense if you're familiar with the whole two worlds thing. But... True. Like, that's actually part of Sonic canon that is, like, kind of rarely addressed and usually kind of preferably just swept off to the side and pretend it's not there, but it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Sonic Adventure. (laughs) Adventure 2, I mean. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, those are part of that, too. Yeah. Wow, so, um, yeah, we've uh, gone nearly half an hour here, and uh, we haven't even talked much about E3 outside of uh, what we expect for Mega Man, which is to say <laughs> nothing. Not, yeah, not so, much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to add on the Mega Man at E3 conversation? Well, I do have some ideas I could share about, like, the possibilities of new Mega Man announcements, if y'all are down for that. Mm. Yeah, Sure. sure. Alright, so, uh, of course, the big one. I think if they were going to announce any Mega Man game at E3, it, it might be X9, because uh, people are really hyped for that right now. Everybody's so thirsty for X9, it's it's ridiculous. Like, even the non- or the not-so-crazy Mega Man fans are asking for X9, so 
I have some ideas for it, or at least some like a wish list for an X9. The first one is I really have no reason for this other than it's my favorite aquatic animal, but I kind of want there to be a dolphin maverick. I'd be <laughs> a dolphin for that. Dolphins are, are awesome. Yeah, like I, I yeah. think that'd be yeah. super cool. Uh, I can see the dolphin maverick being like high speed aquatic maverick and maybe his weapon could be based on like cutting the air to create these wind attacks. And maybe the weapon X gets is kind of akin to twin slasher in a way and how it functions. Yeah, underwater stage and everything, of course. What would this Dynam- Maverick's name be? Like, like Wave Dolphin or, or like <laughs> Wave Dolphin, Torrent Dolphin Dynamite or something. Dolphin. Dynamite, nice, nice. <laughs> Aerodynamic Echo. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm not very good at the names, but I like Wave Dolphin. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, it's funny. I, I, I can't remember who it was that pointed this out to me for the first time. But if you think about Crash Bandicoot in a Mega Man X context, that sounds like a Maverick. That is a perfect name. For a oh Maverick. <laughs> That's true. Right? Oh it's my so God. weird. Yeah, you can never unhear that once you think of Crash Bandicoot in an X contact or a Maverick Crash context. Bandicoot. Yeah. Like I can well, hear the like X the saying of it. the Metal Gear cast. Right. Yeah. That is so uh, awesome. I, I remember somebody had once put together like this random name generator that was uh, basically labeled as for use with either Mega Man X or Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Cool. So if we if we did get if we did get an X nine let's just let's just say you know we're living in the, in the best timeline that we do get an X nine would you guys want it to be its own like its own visual style like eleven is like do its own modern thing or do the Sonic Mania route where you have that those really beautiful SNES mm. or PlayStation era graphics but jacked up to fifteen like using today's you know technology and more fluid animation and such. That's something I wanted to touch on, actually, because uh, I was saying they could do Cell Shaded of 11, or they could stay more to X8, kind of just make a modern X8. But if they had to go retro the graphics, I would hope they would uh, make it 32-bit based off X4 rather mm-hmm. than 16-bit. I don't mind the 16-bit, but I think 32-bit was like the best look for the X-Series, in my opinion. Okay. It's just so iconic to me. Mm-hmm. I do love X's sprite, and I mean, I love I love them anyway. But yeah, the PlayStation X sprite, I I think is probably my favorite overall. I just think he looks really mm-hmm. badass there. Oh, and, agree. And I'd still yeah. love to see Axel in that style. I know that'd be awesome, actually. Yeah, Axel in a 16-bit style would be neat too. Yeah, I'd love to see but, both. I mean, I can I can go either way. Honestly, I'm not too choosy. Um, I mean, I one thing I really like is what the uh, fan game. Uh, the fellows are doing with Mega Man X Corrupted, where it's a very clearly Super NES styled X, yeah. but the sprites, the pixel art is redone, so it's like the same style, but it's not the same poses and animations. Right. No, I love what that team is doing with that game, and I'm glad that it's just under the radar enough that I forget about it for wide swaths of time because I really want it to come out. But, you know, I respect the fact that fan games take forever to do. And so I, I forget about it just long enough to where I'm like, oh, okay, it's been a f- six months. How's I'll check in. How's it going? And it's like, okay, not ready yet, but eventually it'll be there. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah. I, I, I'm more interested less than the art style than what X's design would be, though. True. Ooh, that's true. Mm. I'm actually a Would he huge... look like X8? Would he look like just the original X like we saw in Maverick Hunter X? Would he look like, which I guess also goes for uh, Ultimate Marvel Capcom now that I think about it. Or not Ultimate, but um, Infinite. Oh yeah, we kept saying Ultimate, Um, yeah. Infinite, yeah. (laughs) And then on that very note, there's the um, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I forget the guy's name. I'm very sorry, artist guy. True Force? Uh, or, the, oh, oh, yeah. Was the it? one that they used for the True Force figure that oh. also got the zero yeah. and they were using for that art piece yeah. in the eCapcom shop. That that would be a neat, uh, more modern take, I think. Yeah. That would be. Oh, yeah. It would be pretty neat. I have to say, I've always been a really, really personal big fan of X's style in X8. I just love that kind of... And actually, really, every, every all of them, X0 and Axel, but especially X, he's got that kind of trimmed down, leaner, streamlined kind of anime-ish yes. look and kind of a hard-edged, mm-hmm. badass look to him. And, and I, X8 is like by far my favorite characterization of X as well, so anything they did in mm-hmm. X9, I would want them to go on from X8 in terms of how they characterize X, because he was a badass in that game. That's yeah. uh, that's where that's so much better than X7. Oh, God, yeah. we don't talk about X7. <laughs> I uh, that's I feel the same way. Like I want to keep the continuity up with that with the X8 designs, but yeah. they got to do something about Zero's hair from X8. I wasn't a big fan of like the super thin ponytail. Oh sure, you know, mm. yeah. That's... Bring back the the bush or whatever it's called. I don't know. Right. Oh man. <laughs> Whoa, PG, PG. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway. Uh, yeah, get that man some conditioner. Right. It's just uh, too bad about Mark Gotha, Lucas Gilbertson, the uh, X8 yeah. voice actors. They yeah. really nailed those characters. Mark Gotha yeah. was perfect as X. Literally perfect, in my opinion. And it's just such mm-hmm. a shame. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is. I, I, I haven't listened to the uh, one they've got for Marvel vs. Capcom at length, though. How, how did he do? Because I think... Uh, Bosch, uh, Johnny Young Bosch, the uh, former Black Ranger, uh, he he's done okay zero from what I've heard. So uh, how how is the mm-hmm. new X? Mm. I wasn't a fan, I have to say. Well, he was okay in some lines, but other lines he just sounded really bad. Like one of his victory lines was, you know, we can change the future or something, and he just sounded so goofy and corny, like a <laughs> yeah. second-rate action hero, and I'm like, man... We can change the future! <laughs> yeah, I hated that. And there were some lines where he's okay, but no, they... they mm-hmm. I agree, Johnny Young Bosch is a great Zero, and they can keep him, he can keep doing it, he's a great Zero, but they gotta yeah, find someone new for X. If we see Sigma, I hope they find someone good for him, because... I admittedly, when they finally gave him a voice, it was different from what I imagined he would be. I always imagined something more along the lines of a, like a Beast Wars Megatron or a Megabyte from Reboot kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Because I actually thought his voice mm. in uh, Marvel was pretty much exactly what I always imagined. It was pretty close to what we got in Maverick Hunter X, or sorry, Day of Sigma, I, I think, too. I agree. Uh, I actually love well, Sigma and Infinite. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like we're, we're talking back before X4 here. It's like that's oh, how I imagine oh, this voice. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. got that gotcha. like, cartoon yeah. villain so, voice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they established him with like this kind of gravelly voice, which they've apparently stuck to as it being kind of his thing. Uh, it really didn't work for me in X4 because you got to remember that Sigma was the former leader of the Maverick Hunters. He was like the good guy. And it's just the way he talked in um, X4. He just sounded. Uh, like, almost too evil, like, in such a way that it's like, I can't imagine anybody ever actually following this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy, okay. the, the fellow who did it in Maverick Hunter X, uh, which was um, also the one who did it in X8, I believe, uh, he managed to nail it, I think, much more, where it's, like, actually kind of able to, you know, you can almost imagine following them, you can almost, like, 
you, you can kind of respect him in Maverick Hunter X before he goes bad, and then of course he sounds like an evil version of that in mm-hmm. the uh, like X Eight and yeah. later in that game. So it's much more appreciable. And uh, again, like other than like you know that cutscene, like you know that I think they used in a trailer, I haven't heard too much of the Marvel Capcom one because I still need to play through it because I'm always playing stuff. But um, yeah, so how, how was how was the latest one there? But that, that's what I think they need to maintain in him is what they had going from X8 to Maverick Hunter X. But did the Marvel Capcom one do that? Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, <laughs> he's got like this low voice, but like he he definitely sounds. Uh, you know, like uh, awesome, <laughs> basically. I agree. I yeah. think he sounded yeah, like, great in, in oh, Ultimate oh. or sorry, Infinite. When he's doing his special, he's like, "Bow down to me." <laughs> yeah, it's That's really so great. Cool. And I do, yeah. I do recommend for those of you who have not played through the story mode in Infinite. I mean, by most objective measures, it's pretty stupid and a waste of time. But for us Mega Man fans, it's actually really cool because they. I won't, I, won't, I won't explain or spoil how, but they pretty much position X as one of the most powerful characters in both universes, and it's just, it, I love basking in that. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Very epic. Yeah, I've got, I've got it. I got it on a sale a while back. It's just one of those things I need to get back around to. Yeah, you can, you can blow <laughs> through I've, it I've like three hours. I've got Ultimate on there, too. I've, I've got so much Marvel Capcom I need to play. <laughs> nice, nice. I will not download Ultimate or, or buy it. I just I still have a grudge against that game for only having Zero, cutting Mega Man, and then giving me an X costume. I just I can't ever forgive <laughs> that game. Nope, yeah. can't do it. <laughs> it's cheap, and it had Deadpool and stuff, so I mean, I'm kind of, you know... And I heard it was better than uh, Infinite, so... Right, yeah. right. Uh, speaking of story, though, um, we, if we're getting, going back to the X9 now, uh, I actually predict for X9, they may go back to, like, a basic story, kind of like Eleven. They just want to, you know, make things simple again, not too convoluted, to just, like, get everybody yeah. reintroduced to the series. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they want the largest audience as possible. It's been gone for so long, you know? Yeah. I just, and, I don't, I, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I think that does make the yeah. most sense. But if they are, I never thought they'd be willing to make a game called Mega Man 11 after all this time. Because again, when you think, True. when you see a title called something 11, you automatically think, well, if I'm not a fan already and I got to play the first 10 games, how could I possibly, you know, get into yeah. it? And Capcom took that risk. So mm-hmm. I agree. But I also do yeah. wonder if they'd be willing to do X9 and just say, you know, maybe do a little recap at the beginning. But let's say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. Axel, it happened, this happened to him, Luminae and all this. But. I just feel like if they're going to do the reboot type thing, I wish they'd almost just reboot it. Like, I don't really want an X9 that ignores the cliffhanger from X8, you know? I mean, the legacy collections are out there now, so you don't really have an excuse for not catching up. Right? (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, you do have an excuse because if you get to 6 and 7 and quit and never see 8, that's a fair excuse. (laughs) Don't buy the second one. But at least they have uh, easy modes. True, true. True. Yeah, uh, I think with the story for X9, they could, since uh, KJ Nafuni is not there to meddle with things anymore, they can focus more on X for once rather than yes. Zero. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, and that's what you saw that happen in for, for worse in X7. Actually, I'd say for, for better in X6 and X8 and for worse in X7, all three of those games after Inafune's departure really did focus a lot more on X uh, and mm-hmm. not Zero. And, so, and I think that was definitely the... You know, Inafune had left by then effect. So I do like the idea of an X9 that continues focusing on X. And yet we have Maverick Hunter X. 
which was mm-hmm. you know spearheaded by Anafune. So. That's true. That is really yeah. weird, and that was that also is probably other than X Eight. That's probably my other favorite characterization of X. Day of Sigma, the way X does everything in that anime, I just love it. And his, mm-hmm. his the way he is in the game, his his lines, the way he acts, super cool. I love the way he's characterized in that. Yeah, yeah. I really hope they continue that for X Nine. <laughs> yeah, me too. And uh, I also predict that Sigma is going to be back once again. Of course, you can't have X without Sigma. Uh, yeah. I wonder how they would do that, though, because the whole thing about X8, I'll never forget the first time I saw that trailer before they had uh, settled on Lumine's voice. And it's like, you know, Sigma's yes. never coming back. And it's like, well, yeah. you you position X8 around the whole thing about Sigma finally being defeated. So then again, right. we mm-hmm. know that, that X mm-hmm. later has to use the Mother Elf to eradicate the Sigma virus completely. So yeah, he's so. still around in some form, but I wonder if he, if he would just be kind of a background element and not necessarily coming back in humanoid form. I would hope. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, probably. They'd just be fighting the virus version of him forever. Yeah, like a new villain wants to use the Sigma virus to make to, to, to screw things up, but it's not Sigma himself. Yeah, exactly. That, that makes yeah, sense. Interesting. Like you weaponize the virus. Yeah. 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 Like I expect Sigma to come back regardless, but it'd be pretty cool if they could actually introduce a new villain for once and actually keep him as the main villain for you know for once. Oh, I've been wanting that for so long. Yeah. It's, they talk about mm. like oh like you know we're here to fight Mavericks. No, you're just here to fight Sigma and anybody who follows them. Basically, <laughs> like, it's, like, ended up coming down to yeah. there was like such <clears throat> potential there for like you know wider things, and we've only ever really seen it touched on and. Like command mission, that was like the only time I can remember Sigma not being involved in some way. Well, I guess X Six actually that was gate driving things. He just decided to revive Sigma because, of course, he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always thought it would be a cool twist, and I mean they couldn't do this with the way the story has gone. But I thought it would be a cool twist since, like, since Light and Wily can both be AIs, we know that now. Why not mm-hmm. Dr. Kane? And so let's say Dr. Kane resurfaces as an AI all this time later, and he's like, you know what? Ooh. I screwed up. I created Reploids based on I, I wasn't good enough. I created Reploids. Mavericks came from that. I want to erase it all and start over. I, I screwed up. Let's destroy everything and, and start over. And I think that would be a pretty <laughs> cool motivation for Dr. Kane, who otherwise just, you know seems like a pretty decent guy who might just be so racked with guilt that he's like, you know what? I'm going to wipe it all out. That'd be a pretty bold move, though. I think, I don't know if Maverick Hunter X counts uh, or not, all things considered. So, does he need to be an AI? That's true, too. Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, let's face it, like, Dr. Kane is a scientist, but he's never been shown to be a particularly good one. (laughs) (laughs) Much less on the level of Dr. Light or Dr. Wily, or else we wouldn't be in this mess, probably. Right. So, um... Yeah, him making an AI that's able to do all that's kind of, you know... <laughs> I love how we've just gone completely away from E3 and into Mega Man Lore. Just, you know, of course we did, yeah, because I, it's I, a Mega I, Man I was mention that. Uh, I might have to re-record the intro here. I mean, I still, I mean uh, given yeah, that it yeah, is a Mega right. Man podcast before, you know, first and foremost, I f- still think people are going to be very happy with this. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Here's hoping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just hope they didn't come here to... You know, hear actual E3 stuff. Right. Well, you know, I guess. <laughs> they'll go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I do have a, a few predictions typed down. Okay. Oh, let's hear them. Cool. Um, oh, I mean, I, I, have, I, don't, I think I have too many for me to just go through all of them, but uh, most of mine are oriented around Nintendo, because, of course, Game Explain, and we mostly focus mm, on Nintendo, and yes. Sony's not going to be there this year at all. Um, 
I will say this. I'll go back to Smash oh, Brothers. Hey, that's going to cut our recording time down by about like a third. That's true, because there's no PlayStation. We know they're not going to be there. So um, yeah. I, I guess I'll go back to, to Smash, since that's like one of the biggest things for Nintendo. And I predict that uh, because of the timeline for the DLC characters, they all have to be out by February 2020, right? And they're running out of time. So yep. I think they are going to both reveal and release the second DLC character E3 week. I think we're going to get it that week. And my prediction, uh, and this has been my prediction for a while, obviously there's been a bit of kind of a groundswell around this same rumor now, but I think it's going to be a Microsoft rep, like an Xbox Game Studios rep, which to me Mm -hmm. either means Steve, which I'm hoping not, uh, Master (laughs) Chief, right, Master Chief, which I personally don't want, but could see how cool that would be, or Banjo-Kazooie, which is, fingers crossed, I want Banjo in this game so much. Who doesn't? I saw, I saw, I saw the Game Explained video hinting that. That solo was so misleading. I know, and yeah. I mean, it's, it, I know there are those rumors going around. Who knows? I, I hope that he's in. I mean, I, we don't know for sure, obviously, but it seems like there's a decent chance. So that is, I think they're going yeah. to reveal and release whatever uh, DLC character number two is. And I wonder if they mm-hmm. may even tease the third one. Because, again, they're running out of time. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, half the year gone, and they only released Joker. <laughs> right. So it's yeah. just like it feels like they really need to do that. And I will say that I think as part of the update uh, that adds this second DLC character, uh, because of the data mines that have gone down, I think it'll also add Home Run Contest back into the mix. Ooh. Oh, please, That's God. Cool. You know a mode I want to see return? Break the targets. <laughs> that yeah, would be original cool. music. Oh, this is so good. The target uh, test music. It is in the game, yeah. but not, you know, obviously with target test. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want it back if it was like it was in Brawl because they were just standardized for every character. Yeah. However, I don't mm-hmm. blame them for not wanting to make 75 different <laughs> Taylor yeah. target tests. That, that's why, yeah. like, it would have to be, like, DLC... I hesitate to say paid DLC because it is a lot of work. <laughs> no, that's that's true. I, I would be okay yeah. with that, personally. I mean, I know paid DLC is like... Every, some people are like, oh, it's always evil and horrible. I disagree. And I would be willing to pay for that. Yeah, me too. I'd love to see just a classic stage pack that you could pay for that basically just brings back the rest of the stages. Oh, like Sector Z and... Uh, what's the other one missing from 64? That Metal Cavern, Metal Cavern uh, from 64. Sector Z. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't just mean 64. I'm talking just oh, all across of, the series. Gotcha. Poke yeah, floats yeah. and... Yeah, because they're... Floats. Break, break them up by game if you want, but, I mean, you know. Yeah. I just want the rest of the stages. Because they're only, like, after everything they've included, they're only, like, something like 11 to 14 stages missing. And I can see why some of them are, are missing. Like, Jungle Hijinks from Smash 4, the dual layer background thing. That wouldn't work with stage morph, I don't think. But why not bring back Rainbow Road from Smash 3DS? That seems like a really strong one to have here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not bad. As far, as far as the uh, DLC characters go, I'm not too concerned. When they announced the game, it was like in February, which, like, when did the Joker come out? Uh, Mid-April. A- yeah, April. Mid-April? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, we had the full game by, like, November that year, and it's like, we've got one out of, what is it, five DLC characters here? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because they haven't announced them doesn't mean that they haven't been working oh, they or they don't have them, like, ready. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we'll probably see or hear something at E3. Maybe we'll get a roadmap, like, you know, for the future release dates or, like, announcements or something, if nothing else. And, you know, I mean, uh, I've, I, I don't really feel like they're running out of time. I just feel like, you know, they just 
you know, I'm sure they've got everything in hand. Right. And I just thought of this, but one one reason I feel like maybe Banjo could be a possibility, uh, like a real possibility, is because if you look at last year, Nintendo used their direct last year to announce a character that is exciting to Nintendo fans and is absolutely not an icon outside of that, being Ridley. Like, very few people care about Ridley outside of Nintendo and Metroid fans, and that would be the same for Banjo. True. Very few yeah. people care about Banjo outside of Nintendo fans. You think they might announce Banjo at the Xbox conference instead in that case? That would, that be, would awesome. be awesome. I don't think yeah. so, only because I, I don't think Nintendo would give that up for their own Direct. I don't think they'd let Microsoft have that nugget. Hmm. Well, it would certainly be a good uh, mm-hmm. show of good faith, and let's face it, Nintendo doesn't uh, put all their big stuff in uh, their directs, even at E3. That's true. Case in point, Metroid Prime 4 was a logo when yeah. it was announced, and then <laughs> oh, we got yeah. the whole reveal of uh, Samus Returns during the Treehouse after. So I know, during the Treehouse. I forgot Crazy. about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll yeah, never I was forget that. with that E3, and that happened. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah. uh, in, in, in light of that, what would you know, letting Microsoft announce a character they own being in Smash B, you know, overall. That's and true. Like, they still got three other characters they can announce. And that would be a really cool surprise, because if they, if they gave Xbox that announcement, hey, guess what? This character, let's say Banjo, is in Smash and you can get him right now, that leaves Nintendo more direct time to be freed up for things that aren't Smash. So, yeah, that is that would be a really cool surprise, having a Smash character drop after the Xbox conference, just for how weird mm-hmm. it would be. So cool. Yeah, I think it'll be cool if Doug Bowser, since he just became president, he just gets up on stage at Microsoft and shows off this cool new uh, Smash DLC character alongside maybe a new Banjo, Banjo 3E. Did, didn't Microsoft today say like they'll have some kind of special guest for their conference or some someone's coming or something like oh. that? Oh, did they? I didn't I didn't catch that. Something like that. And everybody's kind of going, oh, Doug Bowser, you know. Right. Like he'll show up and, yeah. yeah. Well, if they have Bowser, I hope they give him Pyro for his entrance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you guys mentioned Metroid Prime 4, so I guess that'll I'll mention another prediction I have here. I don't think we're going to see Metroid Prime 4 at all, given how obviously restarted development recently. But I do mm, think this sense. may be finally the time that we see Metroid Prime Trilogy uh, get revealed for Switch. Yes. I think it's going to happen. It feels like the right time. It feels like that's been yeah. kind of been whisp- whispered about for a long time now. And I think we're going to see it at E3. I agree. Yep. Nice little stop, yeah. Yeah. And uh it would yeah. be I-, I would add that if Metroid Prime Trilogy doesn't appear at this E three, they might be keeping it close to the chest until the time is right. Mm-hmm. Down the line. Yeah. Also, do you think that they might actually use the motion controls from the Wii version with the Joy Cons? They better. They would <laughs> That's have all to, I'll they, say. they would have to incorporate the motion controls somehow because that was such a revelation for three and then to go back and play one and two like that, it was so cool. And I can't imagine they'd want to regress from that. True. I, I'm not much of a first person shooter player, but when it's something a little closer to like a light gun game that way, I'm much more comfortable with totally. it. Totally. So that would that, that would arguably be a make or break kind of thing for me. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, at least at least you know, give us the option. You can either play OG style or play you know Wii style. 
Well, you'd almost have to if they have a portable mode. Oh, that's a good point. On the other hand, you look at Mario Odyssey, and it's like, oh, hey, we've got these great motion controls, uh, but you can't use them when you're doctor, like you know, like oh yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah t- t- tough rock spell, you know, right. kind of thing. So, who knows? It's Nintendo. <laughs> you know, speaking of Super Mario Odyssey, this is something I have written down as well. I, this is kind of a, an unsafe prediction, but I'm thinking maybe. Nintendo's been working on some proper DLC for Odyssey they're going to surprise us with, like an actual DLC kingdom, not just Luigi's Balloon whatever, like an actual kingdom (laughs) that is like with new moons and new stuff to do, and I just, I don't know, it never felt like to me that Odyssey... Sunshine. Yeah, exactly, like an Isle Delfino, yeah, like a Delfino kingdom. That'd be so great. Or... You don't think it's too far out for DLC on that? It it is, it's right on the cusp, but I I feel like they were announcing Mario Kart 8 DLC at least a decent amount of time after Mario Kart 8 itself came out. And I I admit, Mm. it's it's a somewhat unlikely prediction, maybe even very unlikely, but I just feel like there's so much room for them to squeeze a little bit more out of Odyssey. You know, I would almost think at this point they may as well just make a sequel to Odyssey. That's true. Just like they did with Galaxy. I was just about to yeah. say it because they had so many yeah. ideas. They said, forget uh, DLC. I don't remember if DLC, I think it was originally the plan. But anyway, they had so many ideas and they were like, you know what, let's just make it another game. And that mm-hmm. just seems more likely at, at this time. That's a good to point. Me. Yeah, I, I think you, you could be right about that. But I, I feel like we're going to see the return of the Odyssey format in some style. Uh, I don't know. Now, if it's Odyssey 2, I don't know if we'll get that announced this year. Only if it's DLC would I expect that. But I do think we're going to see the return of that format of Mario, for sure. I would love to see a Mario Odyssey that just focuses on fan service so much more. And I mean, not <laughs> to say that the others didn't have their fan service, but I'm talking, I want to visit Ceresaland. Yes. I want to visit Isle Ooh, Delfino. Yeah. I yes. want to visit Donkey Kong Island. I want a Subcon oh. Kingdom. I want a Subcon Kingdom with the, the boss being Wart. I've always wanted Wart to come back. Outside oh, of his cameo in Link's Awakening, I want Wart proper back. Same here, same mm-hmm. here. Oh, and and I, I guess uh, Dinosaur uh, World uh, was it called? Uh, you know, Mario World. Like some sort of like you know Odyssey version of that would be kind of. Oh neat. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, sorry. One more. Bean Bean Kingdom. Bean Bean Kingdom. Nice. That's good. Nice, nice. Just stuff like that. That's that's like what I want in a in like more Odyssey is just something that fan servicey. Right. The the Subcon one, the only reason I didn't mention that is because like I don't know how that's supposed to exist in the Mario no, world. I, I assumed it was like, you know, yeah. in dreams, but you know <laughs> they could make it work. I I don't really care how. If they do it, go for well, it. Well I mean go. at this point they yeah. they've muddled the history of Mario and Donkey Kong so much now with how things play out with Pauline and Odyssey. Like I think they can pretty much just do whatever they want now. Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry I'm sorry Shad, you were saying something and then I rudely interrupted. I'm thinking, of course, we've all seen at this point how in Mario Maker 2 they had that extra space there for a new course theme. I think they might actually show us something either at the E3 Direct or at the end of the Mario Maker 2 Invitational Tournament. They're just like, and for our final round, we have Super Mario Bros. 2 theme or something like that. I think that would be pretty hype if they did it that way. I would love that, but I kind of think that because Mario Maker 2 itself isn't even releasing until after E3, that they might, they might want to keep that card close to their chest for something they can surprise people with in, like, an August Direct or something. Like, why, why blow that whole load uh, immediately? Yeah. Well, Mario Maker 2 is coming out this month. Yeah, I just... I, well, yeah, and we already have the 3D World theme. It would just be weird for them to announce another extra theme before the game is even out, but... 
Maybe mm-hmm. I would love would that. It? I really. I mean, yeah. they, we 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 see that open space. No, there. it's true. It's not like yeah. yeah. It's not like it's a no, secret a that point. there's probably going to be something there, unless they're just pulling a Mega Man Seven and leaving an open slot that just throws the whole thing off. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder if it, if it's already in the game, or they would just be like, okay, we're doing free updates, and here's the first one. I would say free updates. Nintendo's never... Yeah. I don't think they've really gone that route usually in terms of having DLC on the disc that ships at launch but just locked behind a key. Like, they don't usually mm-hmm. do that. I mean, I'd assume it would be unlocked at launch if they announced it before. Exactly. But... I think so, too. I, I still see that more as, like a, as an August direct kind of sleepy midsummer. Hey, guys, Mario Maker 2 is getting this cool update. Check out this Mario 2 theme, you know, just to kind of generate some interest in you know, getting some players back into playing it, because, you know, all but the most hardcore level creators may have at least somewhat moved on by that point. Save it for the uh, October uh, and the anniversary of Mario Brothers mm. 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Let's cool. see, I'm, I'm looking down my list here. Do you guys have any, like, Nintendo predictions, or...? I have one. I have no predictions uh, at yeah. all, because, okay. like, uh. E3 <laughs> is just in such a state now that it's, like, anything... It's it's either stuff that I've been wanting and hoping for for years, like a new Rad Racer or Bushido Blade, or just you know stuff that could be announced at literally any time. And it's just mm-hmm. uh, trying to predict E three itself is just yeah. Uh, you you went there, man. You said Rad Racer, and I'm not necessarily hoping for that. <laughs> but one of my dream announcements is Ridge Racer eight for Switch. I Ooh. miss Ridge Racer so dearly. I love arcade racers, having a good time with Team Sonic Racing. But I need my Ridge Racer, and it's been so long. Ridge Racer right Seven on. came out for the PS3's launch. That's how long it's been gone. Well, there's Unbounded and all that, but we don't we don't count oh, those. Man. But I yeah, want a proper Ridge, Ridge Racer Eight for the Switch or all modern consoles. But that's my Bondi Namco dream announcement. I think. Yeah, yeah. maybe that'd get me to play Ridge Racer uh, for the first time because I don't know if I've played it before. Believe it or not, it's it has its very I should give it a shot. distinct flavor of arcade racing. Like if if you like the idea of like completely unrealistically drifting around corners at 400 miles per hour to so like thumping electronic music, Ridge Racer is for you. And personally, I love that. So yeah, <laughs> that sounds like Outrun too. To oh me. Yeah, yeah, very Outrunish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would really love for a new Outrun or a re-release or update or something to Outrun to oh, or an online too. arcade or Coast to Coast or whatever you call it. <laughs> yes. I, I, I need that back in my life. And with my 360 dead and uh, online arcade like on there, and it's like, uh, I need something. Completely agreed. Yeah. Um, well, I, won't, I, I guess I probably came overprepared because, you know, Game Explain, I'm, I'm expected to have a bunch of Nintendo predictions. Um, so I won't <laughs> go into all of them, obviously, because I probably should save some for the Game Explain discussion. But uh, uh, what else do I have? I'll go, I guess I'll do a couple of more. Um, I think we're going to get a release date for Link's Awakening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. I think I, and I think it's going to be like November 18th or 21st. Like I think it's going to be Nintendo Day, you know, because they usually <laughs> release their big things every year on either like the 18th or 21st. Although we now know that Pokemon Sword and Shield are coming on the 15th. It's coming on 15th. Yeah, I'm going to disagree. Oh yeah. Have they said anything about when Link's Awakening is coming out yet? Uh fall. I believe. Fall. Okay. Yeah. They'll probably maybe narrow it to holiday or November or something, but I don't think we're going to get an exact date just yet. That could be. And they might have said holiday. Because yeah. that just doesn't seem like a Nintendo thing to do. That's Yeah, you may be right. I, I would agree of Ash, and I would even say that maybe it'll come out the same day as Pokemon, because I just remember back in the Wii U and 3DS area, they would have like two big games coming out the same day. Oh, I yeah. got but those yeah, were usually for different consoles. Usually, yeah. That's exact. That, that's pr- the problem is that you know that was when they were still mm-hmm. doing the dual three D you know handheld console 
thing. And I'll never forget how great a day that was. That it was this, uh, uh, A Link Between Worlds and Super Mario 3D World came out on the same day, and it was incredible. Um, yeah, but I don't know if they, if they would want to you know, take away attention from you know, multiple Switch titles by releasing anything on the same mm-hmm. day as Pokemon Sword and Shield, right? Because you know, they don't have to. Yeah. Especially yeah. on, on those kind of scales, because you're going to be forcing people to decide. Right. Something small is an alternative to, uh, like, you know, okay, so you're not a Pokemon fan. Well, here's something else we've uh, had in the wings, like, you know, might be a thing. I Steel think Briar. they regard Link's Awakening <laughs> higher than that, though, so... Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess... I have a prediction, actually. Go for it. I think this... Uh, we, I know we all say every year, but I think this could actually be the year we finally see whatever Retro Studios was working on before Metroid Prime 4. Because uh, Reggie tweeted that one image of him of all the presents, and we saw that robot character looking guy right behind oh, yeah. him. He's just standing right there. I forgot about that. That's and, true. Uh, that yeah. would be cool. And then uh, someone from Retro Studios was like, you know, uh, giving people winky faces and stuff when, when they asked her uh, what was going on with that. So I'm thinking, like, they have something up their sleeve. <laughs> that could be possible. I feel like the, the one time that we don't predict that, it's going to happen. Like, I, I, I've been predicting <laughs> Mother 3 ever since there seemed to be real, like, serious rumors coming around, coming out about it coming for Wii U Virtual Console. And then that never happened. So at this point, I, I basically stopped predicting that it's going to happen and hoping that it will. <laughs> So yeah. what you're saying is that Shadow Rock just ruined it for all of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm the worst. <laughs> um, I guess I'll throw out a smaller prediction. I think that we are going to get another Wii U port to Switch, and I think it might be Tokyo Mirage Sessions. It just feels yes. right. I don't know. Yes. It, I want that. I want a Super Mario 3D World port to Me Switch. Too, I think man. that's inevitable. And in fact, that yeah. might even be a good E3 prediction. I think that is absolutely, absolutely inevitable. If Tropical Freeze can make it to Switch, 3D World can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think that's just a matter of time because of 3D World being a Mario Maker now. Yeah. Exactly. People want to know. Yeah, I, I, I was I was wondering if that wasn't like kind of a precursor to that kind of uh, announcement. So here's hoping because I really liked 3D World. Yeah, yeah I did too. Fantastic. Yeah, I did too. Uh, as far as Wii U ports, this is more on a wish list than anything, but. I really want to see the Zelda HD remakes come over to the Switch. I was Me just thinking. Too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I need I need that handheld Wind Waker HD, man. That's like the last things I would really want as far as Wii U ports. Like as once those four games are on the Switch, I'm kind of done with the Wii U now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forget what else was on the uh, Wii U that I wanted to see ported over. Um, I would love to see Nintendo Land come to Switch in some form. I know they couldn't do it exactly the same, but, I mean, they've made adjustments and stuff before, but some of the games there I'd still like to be able to play again. Sure, sure. Like the Balloon Trip. Give me Pikmin 3, man. (laughs) I don't know if people appreciated that. I was never a big yeah, Pikmin, Pikmin fan, 3. but I, I do think that, the, that that should be brought over to Switch because, you know, basically every major game that came out for Wii U was underplayed mm-hmm. because nobody had a, had, had a Wii U. So I do right. think, like, yeah. I'm not a big Pikmin fan, but it deserves a second shot at life on, on Switch for, like, Pikmin 3. And how about Game & Wario, huh? Ooh, oh, Game man. War- such, a, such a cool idea and concept, but just such a lack of content. <laughs> okay, yes. I was really expecting more crickets chirping there, but I like the oh, no. game. It's just there wasn't much game there. I never played yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> WarioWare Gold. I would love a new like a WarioWare Gold like deluxe port. You know. Oh, I so mean, great. as long as we're just like going pie in the sky, you know, what, what we really want. I want Rhythm yeah. Heaven for Switch. That would be the 
more than anything else Nintendo could announce, that's like almost the very top thing for me. I adore Rhythm Heaven. Okay, Samus returns for Switch. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't think it'll happen because the uh, the the creator and when the musician behind that series, Sunku, has been going through some major health issues. So I don't think mm-hmm. he's working on anything. But even a even a port of Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix for 3DS, I would love that for Switch. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. You guys realize what we're basically doing now, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just- <laughs> hey, have, have, you, have you seen that video where it's like, you know, like, everything is on a Switch, and, like, the guy's, like, snapping. It was, like, ID uh-huh. and April Fool's Day. Yeah. yeah. And everything. it was, like, you know, ta- tax return ma- uh, maker, right. like, simulator on, <laughs> on Switch, you know, and just everything. And the guy's, like, you know, basically breaking his fingers trying to keep snapping. Right. That was actually really well done. I like that. Yeah, that was fantastic. And maybe we should, like, you know, think of something else to talk about before we turn into that. That's true. Uh, I mean, I think we pretty much, I mean, I have a few more Nintendo predictions, but I should probably, you know, I've already given, like, five, so I should probably rein it in a little bit. Um, I have a couple of Xbox predictions. That means you only have 50 more Game Explained, right? right? (laughs) I guess I have a couple of really easy Xbox predictions. Like, you know, I think it's pretty clear Mm. that we're going to get the debut of the Xbox Scarlet, or whatever they're going to end up calling it, but the next generation of Xbox consoles. I think we're going to see that blown out. We're going to get out all the news, the the, Mm. the design, all of it. I'd be lying if I said I cared all that much, but I do think we're going (laughs) to... I love my Xbox One, so, I mean, you know, I'm down for whatever on that front but uh, as far as games uh i mean i, I kind of said my piece on there i'm still waiting for uh halo spartan strike to come to uh friggin console i'm probably gonna have to get it on uh, pc it's like a kind of a neat like it's a sequel to um spartan assault which is you guys remember uh like robotron and smash tv and oh, yeah. uh, games like that yeah. yeah yeah it's basically a halo game that plays sort of like that except you don't have unlimited ammo and you can kind of switch out weapons and stuff but it's it, it's sort of like a hybrid between like Halo and that kind of. Nice. I I, I really like it. I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a first person shooter kind of guy. Once I lay, saw that and laid hands on it, I was in love instantly. I had to have it. Well, you know, speaking of <laughs> Halo, do you think that uh, do you think Microsoft might devote any time at their conference to their you know cozy partnership with Nintendo now and announce a couple of like things for Switch, like Ori in the Blind Forest? I feel like that's just a matter of time now with Cuphead on Switch, maybe yeah, even I, Halo I, Master Chief Collection. I don't know. I love Ori and the Blind Forest so much. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. having that on Switch would be like phenomenal. Be More so- people need to experience that game. Mm-hmm. I think Master it's a Chief. real possibility. Gosh, that'd just be so wild. I think about like telling myself that 15 years ago. Oh, I know. Like Halo's on a Nintendo platform. <laughs> no, what? I mean I love what what Nintendo and Microsoft yeah. are doing because I think they both recognize that both of their audiences could benefit from each other's you know games. Mm-hmm. Like basically, yeah. their yeah. Nintendo fans can have this whole new, you know, Nintendo fans tend to be very tunnel visiony, very single minded about their love for Nintendo. So this would yeah. open up a sea of Xbox games that they would never even consider otherwise. And Xbox just gets their IPs out there to more people. Yeah, because Xbox seems to be focusing more on the uh, like you know service model right. rather than uh, being like a strictly a hardware format. So. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense there. Yeah, makes you wonder, uh, like you know, how many uh, you know lunches they've had together up in Seattle to talk this kind of thing over. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a Nintendo prediction, actually. All right. 
So we heard that Cadence of Hyrule is coming out in June, I believe, and Nintendo always has this one announcement that's like, it's available today, and I think <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule will be that game. That does seem likely, although wasn't there a, like a, didn't someone data mine Nintendo's site and found out that they, in the, in the site's code, it said June 20th? Did it? Mm. I feel like I heard Is that. Is that what happened? I think that's what I heard. I wasn't paying much attention because, yeah. like, I'm not a rhythm game guy, so I kind of tuned out, like, almost immediately. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I would love that. I'm super hyped for Cadence Survival because I am a yeah. rhythm game guy and I'm a Zelda guy and I'm a Zelda music guy. So all these things make me very excited yeah. for this. Yeah. I, I have literally no rhythm. That's why I <laughs> kind of tune Fair out. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I, 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 I shield myself from disappointment. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, speaking of data mines, uh, there's actually a thing about Splatoon 2. Oh. You know, they're having the World Championship, of course. I don't think they're going to announce much, but they might do a little thing at the end like, hey, here's the next Splatfest, Unicorn versus Narwhal, which is the next data mine Splatfest. And they also data mine some text where Marie and Pearl are, or not Marie, Marina and Pearl are talking about how something big is coming. Can you feel it? Is basically what they're saying. And it's like, oh boy, it's time. It's time for the Battle of the Squid Wife is round two. PG, PG. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a new DLC, like a new single player campaign expansion? Like I don't another, know. another Octo expansion type thing? I, I think we might actually get like Pearl versus Marie at the Splatfest, just oh, like the last that would game. Be so cool. Just do it both. Do Make it like a, a tournament bracket. Do Callie versus Marie and Marina versus Pearl, and whoever wins both of those go to the oh, final. I, I love that good. idea. That's good. Which, also, I keep saying Marie. I meant Marina. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm just saying, yeah. if you have good taste, then the final battle is going to be Callie versus Marina. Because, come on, Pearl yeah. and Marie. Eh, no. All my Game Explained crew members would disagree with me on that. They love Marie, or at least Andre does, but I'm a Callie fan. I'm a Marie fan, so... Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Team Callie. <laughs> she, she's she's cute too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not one I really hate or anything. <laughs> I think I think Marina would be like uh, of all of them. I like Marina would be my, would be my favorite. Yeah, um, she's super I, cool. Like Pearl's okay. You you get used to her after a while, but I think Marina is best definitely the standout. So yeah. if if that versus thing happens, uh, I don't think it'll be fair. <laughs> Yeah, completely. Yeah, I totally agree. Although there are there are a lot of I feel like there are some Marie fans or sorry, yeah, some Marie. Wait, Marie uh, Pearl, Pearl fans. God, I keep I keep getting them all mixed up. But I feel like there are yeah, some Pearl too. fans, but I'm not a big fan of Pearl. I, I feel like Marina would just smoke her. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, unless they do your idea with uh, the two groups of squid squid sisters or whatever going right. against each other. Well, because that's what I wanted to do. Like, one of my favorite Splatfests they've ever done was the Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles one. Like, that was such a cool crossover. That was. And I want to see more stuff like that, because that, that's what they did with that. They had all the, the, mm-hmm. the turtles facing off, and then they had the final one with Raph and Donnie. And that was such a fun thing to be a part of. And I would like them to do more, you know, crossovers like that with characters outside of Nintendo. I remember when they did Transformers as well. My disappointment, though, was that you couldn't keep the, uh, like, I think it was like Autobot and Decepticon shirts after right. the yeah. though, yep, so. Yep, yep. Yeah. That, that kind of that nukes my interest, if I'm being honest. Right. Not the biggest Splatoon guy, but I tuned in for that. That was fun. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, I yeah. like Splatoon. I'm just terrible at it, but I did make sure to play <laughs> in every, or at least every TMNT Splatfest that I could because I actually really cared. I'm like, who's going to win? I, I want to represent Team Donnie and Team Raph. Like, I, this matters yeah, to man. me. Yeah, man. 
Team Donnie and Team Raph. Yes, I wonder. Uh, oh, to be the, fair, um, I will say it's not because just because of my dad. Those are actually it's funny. Everyone says that. But they actually <laughs> oh, oh. they actually were my favorite turtles anyway. And I know that sounds very unlikely and very like, yeah, okay, sure. It's actually true, I promise. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, my only other prediction, maybe about Splatoon 2, is uh, last year they had a World Championship 2018 T-shirt that you could like download the game. I'm pretty sure they'll do one for 2019 as well. Just a small little thing. <laughs> okay. You know, with uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm loving that show, by the way. Um, and fantastic voice work there too, I'll add. Um, that that would be uh, prime for another, uh, you know, four-way splatfest, and it would be kind of different like this time, presumably, because the way the turtles are presented is a little different now. So I I will say I think you're the first person I've ever heard say that about Rise. Like I personally can't stand it. I, I don't like the designs. <laughs> I don't like the vibe. It reminds me of Teen Titans Go after Teen Titans, and I hated that too. Which is funny because, mm-hmm. and my dad totally gets, he, he doesn't take this up personally, but you know my dad's the voice director on Rise, right? I do. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't uh, like it personally, and I think a lot of people have said to him, oh, I'm not really a big fan. Of course, he doesn't take it personally, but I might have liked it more if it didn't come after the mm, fantastic other Nickelodeon series, which was so good. I am enjoying it precisely because it came after that, because... Between, like, the 2003 series, like, okay, we had the original cartoon, we had the 2003 series, we had the new Nick series that, like, basically blended, like, a lot of everything, mm-hmm. just from all across the entire Turtle multiverse, into such a great series, that it's almost darn near definitive, like, just of Turtles, like, sure. the property as a whole over its entire existence, and I wanted something Different. That's a fair point. Something still recognizably turtles, but different. And Rise is giving that. To no, me. that's a totally fair point. By the way, I just mm. want to point out. I love how this has really become a grab bag of not only Mega Man, <laughs> but E3 predictions, Ninja Turtles lore discussion, you know, or Ninja Turtles series discussions. Great. Oh yeah, yeah. You make a good point. Um, I predict at E3 we will see a Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video nice. game from someone that does something, or maybe not Rise, but. Let's say Turtles Tournament Fighters. Let, let, let's say maybe Konami gets back the uh, like you know license for that, so they can re-release their old games in one of their collections. Oh uh, yes, I, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> I want a Konami arcade beat 'em up collection. Get X Men in there, both Turtles games. Like I want, yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> oh sweet. Honestly, I think Turtles could carry its own collection. Oh, I think so. You get Turtles in Time and '89 in there, that could definitely carry yeah. its own collection. Yeah, yeah. It could actually carry two collections, just going by the uh, rule of like what is it, like eight or ten. Let's see. There were three Game Boy games. There were three any sorry four NES games. There were two Super NES games, two Genesis games. Uh, let's see, two arcade games, and then with the revival in uh, 2003, there were three games there. I forget what they might have done on GBA. Uh, there is a lot course, there. I mean, granted, that's uh, that's like going further than they've done with any of the collections. But yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty there to to chew on. I think the problem there is it just. <laughs> Where's the market for it? Like even even current Ninja Turtles fans probably aren't going to care too much about. I'll follow the Foot Clan for Game Boy. Yes, I can go back and play this Turtles game from ni- 1991. Like I just don't feel. I mean, yeah. they put Castlevania the Adventure on the Castlevania collection. That's true. Yeah. Mm. So. Oh yeah. 
I mean, you know, it's 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 more like you know, kind of making the value proposition seem better rather than as a selling point in itself. True, true. Like the the selling point for like the Castlevania collection was probably uh, Bloodlines for a lot of people. Right, I think so too. Huh. Yeah. So you know, and just having the uh, Game Boy games, like the uh, first one, just kind of pads it out a bit. Right. Alright, so Team and T collection, let's go. <laughs> yeah, do we have anything else? Like That, that kind of tangented off of uh, Splatoon there, so did you guys have any other thoughts you want to throw on that before moving on? I do, I do a rapid-fire Nintendo thing here, so there's games we already know about, such as Astral Chain, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Animal Crossing, which we don't really know much about, but it's announced, and Luigi's Mansion 3, we also don't know much about it. I think uh, we could get a lot of information on any of these games really and have hopefully a release date hopefully i think we might know. get a release date for luigi's mansion 3 yeah and i don't think yeah. we'll get one for animal crossing but i think we're going to get a lot of information on it like we'll get a a name and and just maybe the the big twist of this particular animal crossing game yeah. i still think y'all are kind of having high hopes about these release dates like release <laughs> windows seems to be nintendo's thing until like you know a couple months out you know that could be yeah thing is though like mm-hmm. the first half of the year has already been pretty dry they need to give us a roadmap for this year already you know what i mean i know but they're nintendo i don't think they're that <laughs> invested in what in what we uh, i mean think. that is Just, true you know it, be, be there on launch day yeah. whenever we say it is and you know everything's I mean, if they were invested, then we'd have Mm -hmm. online that's actually just worthy of 2019, even in a basic sense. So (laughs) they don't really care. Yeah, That's a wish list right there. Actually good online. (laughs) Yeah, That's something I'd like. I don't think we'll get it announced, but SNES games for Nintendo Switch Online would be awesome. That was on my list, too. Yeah, They've been data mined, or evidence of it. Right, exactly. Matter of time. Well, they registered a trademark for, like, you know, a Game Boy Classic or something, too, and that ain't happening, so... At least not at E3. That seems like its own announcement type. I don't think they need to do that at E3. Well, that was, like, a year or so ago or more, like, you know... Right. Like, when the NES Classic was... I don't even think we had the Super NES Classic when that was uh, discovered, so, I mean, you know, just because it's there doesn't mean it's, you know... Mm -hmm. And it does kind of feel like they'd go to N64 first at this point. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They said they aren't doing any more classic consoles because Switch is cleaning up. So, uh, yeah. you know. And now the time is prime for Sega to move in and welcome us to the next level. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would um, pay such good money for a Saturn, like a Sega Saturn Mini. Like, I, I would oh, be happy too. to me pay, too. like, upwards of, like, you know, I'm serious, like, 200 bucks, whatever, because Saturn games are so Dang. rare and they're so yes, hard that, to play. That's true. Like, you know, a one-time Preach. purchase, give me, like, the best, biggest releases for the Sega Saturn, Virtual Fighter 2, the Saturn version of Sonic 3D Blast, you know, Panzer Dragoon. Bug! Saturn Bomberman. Saturn Bomberman. Never yes. been re-released. Saturn Bomberman. Never been re-released. Knights. Just like, do it. Just Knights by itself, I'd take, but, like... Mega Man 8. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I Mega feel Man like 8. there's so much potential for a Sega Saturn Mini, yet all they seem to ever want to do is Genesis and occasionally Dreamcast. Yeah. Master System needs more love, that, too. Yeah. Uh, I go for a Dreamcast Mini. I would too. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I wouldn't pay quite Same. as much for that as I would a Saturn Mini, but I'd still, you know, yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. There's still good games on there. Oh, totally. Dreamcast was a yeah. great system. Mm-hmm. Oh, it really was. Yep, still got mine. I just got one. The um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I said I just got a Dreamcast recently. Oh, cool! Yeah. Congratulations. Welcome to the next, <laughs> next, next Very level. Nice. Yeah. Before yes, that, I also got, I recently got a Saturn too. So 
Huh? Nice. No, I'm just waiting for oh. the... Welcome to the next next level. I, I hope to join you there sometime. I hope to get the level 3 of the Genesis mini soon. <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. I, I really... You know, what would be a nice announcement there at E3 is if they... Uh, you saw the mini tower thing that they're doing in Japan for the Mega Drive mini, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really want a Western version of that because I've been wanting to kind of put together my own uh, tower with the actual Model 1s for a while now. I just haven't really been able to get around to it. Although, instead of a 32X, I was going to go for a power-based converter, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hey, can we talk about how amazing it is that Mega Man The Wobby Wars is actually coming to America via oh, the man. mini? What a cool <laughs> oh, surprise. Yeah. It really yeah. helps take the sting out of Sonic 3 and Knuckles probably never, ever going to get re-released again in our lives. So, you know, that really yeah. hurts to not have that. But, holy crap, The Wily Wars is actually being officially released in North holy America. Crap. That is so yeah. cool. That is yeah. dang At cool. At 60 frames per second, too. It's the, uh, the, the 60 hertz mm -hmm. version. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thank God. Yep. Yeah. Gosh. Instant buy. <laughs> I can't wait. The last time I played Wally Wars was on some crappy emulator that just didn't really perform it all that well. I know. So I can't wait. See, like, recently mm -hmm. I did a Mega Man Mar Mega May Marathon, and I played Wally Wars as one of the segments, and it was a pain in the butt to get a save file for the Wally Wars Wally Tower section because the emulation cannot support saving for Wally Wars. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. that's oh, terrible. Yeah. Okay, you know, there's supposed to be a patch for that, but that notwithstanding, I, you brought yeah. up something that I've been, like, trying to decide whether it warrants its own post or if I should just tweet it because people brought it up on Twitter. Exactly. Uh, people are asking, oh, uh, there were problems with uh, unlocking Wily Wars on the, um, yeah, like, in uh, emulation and on the uh, at-game Sega Genesis, whatchamacallit thing. Mm-hmm. So, I reached out to Sega, and I guess I may as well break it here. I have no idea when this comes out, like, in relation to whatever else I might say with it. But the word I was told is, and I quote, Hello there, David. Yes, I can confirm the Wily Tower is included with Mega Man The Wily Wars for the Sega Genesis Mini. Hope that clears things up. I mean, I'm more, well, good. So, I'm more confused I mean, as to why anyone would think it wouldn't be. Yeah. Like that's part of the game. Precedence. Like I mean, that is part of the like Wily Wars. Like why would they? That's like the whole reason you get the game. Yeah. Like why would they include well, like the game I, without like it? Like I said, it, it wasn't available on the uh, at games thing, and it apparently didn't work right in emulation and that stuff. Oh yeah, because I say, figure with them two doing it, I can't imagine it not working. Yeah. So yeah. I think they know there would be, like, be such a tremendous oversight. They, there would be rioting among, among Mega Man fans if they said, "Oh, here, here you go, your first official release of the Wily Wars." Except no, you know, the, all of the unique content from that game. Sorry, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yes. I have a sad story actually because uh, I was playing through the game to unlock Wily Tower for the marathon, and I played through all three games, but then I realized that the emulators have problems with saving. So I didn't unlock it at all. And I'm like, crap, I just wasted like three hours of my life. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Sorry, are you saying Wiwi Tower? Wowie Tower. <laughs> Wowie Tower. <laughs> Wowie Tower. Nice. Okay, okay, gotcha. So uh, <laughs> back on the Nintendo front, something I was going to mention, just, you know, the um, so, something that sits alongside a new Rad Racer and a new Bushido Blade release in my, uh, you know, 
perpetual, come on, maybe this will be the year thing, is uh, something new with Star Tropics from Nintendo. That would be nice. Oh. I don't see it happening, uh, but I, I, do, I yeah. think that would be awesome. I, we, we'll have Mother 3 I'd love first. a 3D remake by like a, maybe a Western studio. Like I, I've been thinking Retro or um, you know one of the guys up north. Um, oh, God, I'm blanking on who are the guys who do Luigi's Mansion and that stuff now. Oh, what are they called? Yeah, I know. I, I've. It wasn't Monster, was it? No. Uh, who is it? Let's see. I'm. I. I have a hard time remembering their name too. Um, Grezzo. I usually don't. Oh, sorry. That's no, that's, that's for the, the 3DS version. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, Grezzo. do we know who's developing yet? I can't remember. Well, I'm talking. They did, did a Dark Moon. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Next level. Grezzo. Games. Oh, okay. Because I know Grezzo oh, did yeah. the Luigi's Mansion port for 3DS. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But yeah, Dark Moon was. I believe you're right. Yeah. Next level. You're right. It'd be pretty nice if they made a Switch collection of the first two Luigi's Mansions, just to get guys right. ready for three. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've just been wanting like a something sort of like a 3D Zelda, but it's Star Tropics, and you know. I mean, I think I think Star Tropics could potentially benefit from a really cool like from the ground up redesigning like Kid Icarus got. Although, it, you know, unfortunately, or Kid that, Icarus yeah. Uprising, the, even though it is one of my very favorite games of all time and probably my very favorite 3DS game of all time, it tanked because people have terrible taste and didn't <laughs> buy it. And, mm. yeah, so I... I think it was the controls. That's why I want them to port it to oh, Switch. God, that would be... Like, that's up there with Rhythm Heaven Switch for me. Like, if I if I got a true, like, Switch port of Kid Icarus Uprising, hell yeah, I would be there day zero. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. <clears throat> okay, so since we're talking about games we really want that might not happen, I really want a 2D Metroid game. It could be Metroid 5, it could be a Fusion remake, or it could even be a port of Samus Returns. I'd love to see a 2D Metroid on the Switch. I think Same. it'll happen yeah. eventually. Oh, how, how cool would it be if it actually ended up being Metroid Dread all this time later? <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a neat resurgence. Great plot twist. Yeah. We already got uh, Metroid Dread, except they called it Other M. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but I was thinking, at the end of Samus Returns, they have that cutscene where Dex Parasite uh, takes over one of the monsters, and I was like, yeah, that's totally a Fusion remake hint. <laughs> I would love I could that. see that happening. Fusion yeah. was a great game. I would love it if they actually decide to progress the series someday. Yeah, like yeah you I know. said, Metroid 5. Yeah, that's what I, I I want that even more than Prime 4, to be honest. Like, I'm looking forward to Prime 4, but I want a proper 2D Metroid 5 that pushes the story forward. Tell us what happens after Metroid Fusion, please. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, we'd rather tell you what happens between the in between of uh, <laughs> Metroid 3 and 4. Yeah. But, like, you know, between Metroid um, Other M and Metroid Fusion. Uh, honestly, it's like, I don't know, does anybody in gaming go backwards more than Nintendo when it comes to narrative? Like, you Jeez. look at Zelda, and it's... I think Breath of the Wild is the first time they actually, like, you know, were forward-looking. True. Because for the longest time, it was like, okay, we got The Legend of Zelda and then a sequel that took place, like, you know, a bit later. And then it was like, oh, well, here's, like, you know, what happened before all that. <laughs> and then Ocarina, here's what happened before all that. <laughs> and just, 
who even knows with like Wind Waker and then we get into all the timelines and all that crap we end up with uh, Skyward Sword here's what happened before all well, that well I will say <laughs> that I mean Wind Waker came after Minish Cap which was before all that <laughs> right. and then Metroid's turning yeah. into the same thing it's like you've got an entire trilogy possibly a quadrology at this point that is uh, after uh, the original Metroid and then it's you know we got Fusion then it's like we get Other M which is before Fusion and it's there's no forward movement we're mm-hmm. just Right. Plugging holes. What they seem to like to do is... Which is ironic because we were just talking about Capcom doing that with Mega Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they seem to like to jump around in in specific time periods and make sequels in those time periods. So, like, you have Wind Waker, which was itself a jump forward. It's it's It was, yeah, it was. for its time the end of the child timeline and then you sorry the adult, the timeline. adult timeline yeah, yeah. and then and mm-hmm. then you got uh phantom hourglass and spirit tracks which were further extensions into the future same thing with yeah, yeah. so like same thing with uh let's say link to the past and link's awakening they went back to the past yeah but then made a sequel to that and you see that with metroid well, as well yeah that, that, that with zelda they tend to kind of like you know do these things in pairs a lot of the time i notice you had zelda then zelda 2 uh link to the past then link Link's Awakening, which was presumably the same Link. They used the same art and stuff. Right. So, Then uh, Ocarina and Majora's Mask, uh, mm-hmm. Wind Waker, and... Um, Twilight Princess. Phantom Hourglass. Oh, sorry. I thought you... Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And then... Uh, I think Twilight Princess was on another time. I, for, I forget. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't think Twilight ever actually got like a uh, direct follow-up the way... Because I don't think it ever got its pairing. Well, you unless will. you count Breath of the Wild because so, of the Amiibo support. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I Breath still of the Wild, the I think they said, just takes place at the end of all the timelines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some weird convergence thing. So it's like, okay, fine. But like I was saying, this is all like before Breath no, of the totally. Wild. It's the first time in like... 20 years they like really you know went forward with one of these things instead of back right they went forward mm-hmm. not counting the uh, like you know pairing sequels mm-hmm. the direct sequels man we've we've covered it all like we've gone through ninja turtles zelda timeline discussion e3 predictions <laughs> what Mega a, man what a crap dream bag. projects like we've gone through everything amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god uh. And then we get into um, Star Fox lore. With, uh, is Star Fox Grand Prix still a thing? Oh man! <laughs> okay, that, that might have been that might have been that Starlink DLC. Could could have been, know. yeah. Um, this might be the unpopular opinion where Star Fox is concerned, but I I really didn't like Zero for various obvious reasons, but also because it was another reboot of a reboot, and I I, I don't know. I really wish Nintendo would continue going all in on the weird aspect of Star Fox. Like, I love Star Fox Command because it had those, like, nine different furry soap opera-y endings where, like, <laughs> Crystal becomes cursed with a K and, and Fox is despondent and, 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 like, drowning his sorrows at the bar and then Falco's like, let's join the G-Zero yeah. unit. None of the, It's all batshit, but it's great. And no yeah. other Nintendo series does that. Yeah. One, I don't think hating Star Fox Zero is a very unpopular opinion at all. Oh, sorry. Uh, the unpopular oh, part I meant was wanting them to go all in on the weird, you know, furry oh, space yeah, opera yeah. aspect of Star Fox. Star Fox GP. Right. Command I couldn't stand the uh, controls on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I do agree. They need to stop remaking the gosh darn franchise. Just go forward already. <laughs> no, give me a game where Seriously? like you know, like Fox has to cross paths with with Starwell or with Cursed, you know, Cursed now, and he has to you know win her back over to the good side. I don't know something dumb like that. I just I yeah. want I want something. I want Star Fox to embrace the dumb while yeah. still being great games. 
I'd love it if instead of just constantly like you know looking back at Star Fox 64, we just got Star Fox and Star Fox 2 on the SNES Classic. Follow that branch. Sure. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. really like the new characters, uh, Faye and Miu, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They need to do more of those characters. It'd be, it'd be a nice shakeup. Maybe uh, bring uh, Farrah Phoenix in properly from the comics. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Capcom could, like or that. Capcom. Maybe Nintendo could take a uh, an idea from Game Explained's own April Fool's joke and make a uh, Captain Falcon action game. <laughs> <laughs> that was a silly prediction I had that there will be a uh, Ubisoft crossover with the F Zero franchise where it's like a brawler or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be hilarious. Let's see. Um, speaking of brawlers, uh, something I was going to mention on the Xbox front. Hopefully, we hear more about Battletoads this year. I think oh, we will. Guaranteed. Yeah. And also on that front, um, I wouldn't mind hearing about a Killer Instinct too. And uh, a Forza seems to be a shoe, and they got like all those studios. So hopefully, there will be lots of announcements coming out of Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we'll get. I think we'll get a Battletoads re-reveal. I don't. I don't really think Rare is working on anything else at the moment. Um, maybe some Sea of Thieves stuff, but I don't think they're working on a banjo game. I really wish they were, but I don't feel it. Yeah, they should like do a new uh, Diddy Kong Racing minus Diddy Kong, or <laughs> possibly with depending on how this whole relationship goes. But let's just pretend that Nintendo's not a part of it, and like feature like just like a whole bunch of like Rare and Microsoft characters. Maybe headline it with uh, Banjo and Conquer or something. Oh, totally. While we're at it, can we just yeah. get a can we get a GoldenEye remastering? Not a remake, but a remastering that just that carries forward the N sixty four era GoldenEye, but just makes it look nicer. Local multiplayer, cool. online multiplayer, like that would be. Yeah, don't mess with it too much because GoldenEye has its very own specific DNA. But just a, just like like what they did with Perfect Dark for the uh, Xbox 360, like that port. Do that to GoldenEye. I think that would probably have to please too many masters. Nah, you're totally right. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen, <laughs> but it would be so cool. Oh man. Let's see. Now, okay, just to kind of round things out a bit here, we we mentioned that Sony they're not going to be at the show. Uh, has there been any word about them doing one of their uh, state of plays for like Nintendo yeah. does their Nintendo directs there now? Uh, I'm, I, I don't think not so. That I heard of. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's such a cop. It's the, like state of play is such a copycat program. <laughs> It'd be weird not to do one during A3. But, yeah. but even if they don't, uh, it seems like we'd hear about it by now. Even if they don't, I don't think it matters because Square Enix is giving another reveal. You know, is releasing more information about by far the most important part of the recent state of play, which is FF7 remake. At least in my opinion, and yeah, we know that Square Enix already is going to blow even another lid on that game at E3. So that'll be really mm-hmm. exciting. I mean, they're taking Sony's old spot after all, so, yeah. 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 Oh, are they? I didn't realize Yeah, that speaking of uh, Square, did you guys hear about uh, Collection of Mana being uh, trademarked in yes. Europe? Oh, yeah! Which yes. could Dang, mean yeah. maybe we'll finally get our first official release of Seiken Densetsu 3. Dude, that'd be that amazing. Was, that yeah. would be so, so cool. That could be a really good reveal for the, the Nintendo Direct. I agree. Mm-hmm. To better appeal to Western audiences, we've replaced Seiken Densetsu 3 with Secret oh, of Evermore. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please, no. no. Why would you even go there? Oh, God. No, no. I actually got my wife a copy of that for Christmas a couple of years ago. Nice. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad year. game. It's just a was. very yeah. acquired taste. Like they don't want to spend the money to translate three, so they'll just you know pour whatever. God, you know the, the thing <laughs> yeah, I hate is I can almost see That's them the doing idea. that. I can almost see yeah. that being realistic, yeah. and I hate that thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's he, funny. That, and that, that's the one it replaced before, right? Like in fans' eyes. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like people really yeah, wanted so it's that like secret. History yeah. repeats itself. Oh, I hope not. Please no. But they can't call it Mana Collection if they put Evermore in there, right? I mean, they can. They, I mean, they could look. They had Final Fantasy Anthology where only one half of it was Final Fantasy and the other was Chrono Trigger, so they can do whatever they want. Secret Collection. Yeah, the Secret Collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I guess if we're talking about Square Enix, it's never going to happen, but my dream announcement from them would probably, well, other than Chrono Trigger Ergos? or anything. Oh, uh, of course. Ergos? Huh? Oh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, well, other than Chrono Trigger, anything would be a Theater Rhythm All-Star Carnival port for Switch, or a new Theater Rhythm for Switch, or even a port of Curtain Call. I don't care. Just bring back Theater Rhythm (laughs) for Switch. I could see Mm, that. There's no air guys. That'd be a good fit on the Switch, I think. Oh, I think so, too. With the the touchscreen and just play. You can play with a controller in TV mode, touchscreen in handheld mode, and... You know, yeah. look, I they, they at least got a customer in me because I was one of those madmen who actually did buy every single piece of DLC for Curtain Call because I liked it that much. And there oh. were a hundred songs, and each one was a dollar. So, you know, I'm serious about theater rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You know, when we were talking about Wii U ports earlier, I actually missed a big one at Xenoblade X. Uh, they've been talking about that oh, for yeah. a while. Oh, right. Like, people oh, would ask the... Uh, one of the guys at Monolith Soft, if X is happening, he said that he would like to do it. So, mm, it'd be a major undertaking, of course, but... That would be cool. I, I think I would yeah. rather see a port of Xenoblade Chronicles 1 first, maybe in a slightly up-resed, yeah. you know... Because I was never mm-hmm. a big fan of, of the whole open-world focus of, of X, but I feel like we're going to see that game ported to Switch eventually. Yeah, Xenoblade 1 HD, that's actually on my uh, dream list. I really want to see an HD version of Xenoblade One just that to complete awesome. it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, geez, how could I? How could I forget? We're talking about Square or RPGs in general. Please, please, please reveal Bravely Third for Switch. Please, like Bravely Second oh, was my, my game God. of the year for whatever 2016, mm-hmm. 2015, whatever. And mm-hmm. oh man, the cliffhanger! And I know, obviously, the team. You know, they had they released that artwork. I think to around the turn of the new year with the Octopath Traveler and Bravely characters kind of, like, interacting and hanging out. So I yeah. really hope they're making the third main Bravely game. I love that series so much. I love it so much, too. It was awesome. I really hope they bring it back. Me, too. Me, too. Especially, Especially with, you know, the, the music. music. Good lord, yeah. The music. <laughs> Octopath, nice. you know. Yeah, get Yasunori Nishiki to do the music for Bravely Third. There you mm-hmm. go. Slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, you also just reminded me of another potential Wii U port because uh, was it Platinum released this image of the wonderful 101 characters with the Joy Cons and everything? I wonder. Well, that's true. Uh, oh, yeah. I wonder yeah. how that game would even work. Oh. I don't know. At least in at least in uh, TV mode. I remember at the time that was pretty suspicious. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a yeah, cult classic. It has to be rewards. It's a cult favorite. Maybe you'd like gesture with a Joy Con, like you know, in the air or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just, like, draw. Like, hair drawing. Like, I remember that was a thing in uh, Power Rangers uh, Samurai on the Wii, so, you know. Right. Yeah. Could work. Red Steel 3. <laughs> Out of nowhere. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked Red Steel 2, yeah. so, hey, I'm in. Uh, so, yeah, um, we were talking about uh, Sony before. Let's just, uh, you know, play hypothetical. Like, okay, they're probably not going to... Like, if they don't do a state of play and they don't show up there or whatever. But what kind of stuff would we want to see from them, you know, mm. regardless? 
Hmm. I'm going to oh, lead well, off okay. by saying Ratchet and Clank. Sure. Okay, that's... that's yeah, 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 I miss Ratchet. Sure. I, I can always yeah. do with more Ratchet. Um, this will probably not surprise you guys, but Parappa 3, please bring Parappa mm. back. I gotta believe he's gonna come back someday. <laughs> That's a good one too. Nice. Yeah. Ape Escape. I've been holding on to that for a while. Okay. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Love Ape Escape. That'd be cool. Um, I would like to see the you know at least maybe a teaser for the next Uncharted, possibly starring. Well, I don't want to spoil anyone because it is still a relatively recent release, but starring the character that you would think it would star if you have finished Uncharted Four. I see. Uh, I was thinking about how Activision recently said that Crash Bandicoot and Spyro are their flagship franchises at the moment. Uh, it'd be pretty cool if we saw a new Crash Bandicoot, or at least a tease for one. Wow, is Call of Duty falling that far? <laughs> I don't know. They said, what was it, Call of Duty, Crash, and Spyro are the top three? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's not Guitar Hero anymore. I'm not going to no. lie. Like Tony Hawk. I kind of died. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have no nostalgia whatsoever for Crash Bandicoot. The character always just annoyed me in some vague way that I can't describe. (laughs) He just always just annoyed me, and I just don't care about Crash at all. I understand he has his fans. He's cool. He's a PlayStation icon. I just never saw the appeal. You know, Crash, I I played, I reviewed the um, Insane Trilogy recently, and man, that that stuff is tough. But, like, Crash himself, I'm indifferent to. I actually like more of his supporting cast and, like, you know, those are, like, around him than Crash himself. So, for whatever that's worth. Like, playing as his sister was, like, more or less my default. Same, actually, yeah. I'm indifferent to Crash as well, but. You know, the gameplay is a pretty tight for for at least back in the day, and it'd be nice to see him again in a new game for once. Yeah, I wish I wish there was like an unlimited lives mode because like that's just the real grading part for me. Is like I can keep throwing myself at the like stuff, and it's almost like a, a Super Meat Boy sort of way. But like you know, then you have to worry about like running out of lives and continuing and retreading, and that's like where like where a lot of it comes down for me. I felt the third was the best of the trilogy, but um, mm-hmm. just as far as far as like going like you know with the others, that's what like really brought me down. I need to play more three. Uh, I mostly remember two and one, <laughs> and I thought two was the best. Of course, uh, one is weird. Like just going back to it. <laughs> Here we go. What if we got uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2? Ah, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That poor poor game. It it could have been something that was so much better than what it was, but man, talk about uh, publisher interference. That game never had a chance. I I got a copy of that cheap uh, like a little while back and played a little bit. I I I thought it was You know, I actually got a decent amount of enjoyment out of it, and I I have to say, my my buddy and I, who were both play Smash together all the time, I will admit, we both paid full price for PlayStation All-Stars because we were both so hungry for Smash 4. And we didn't know a whole lot of, about it by that point. So we were just like, anything that'll scratch that itch that isn't just us continuing to play Brawl. Because we love Brawl, but like eventually you've got to try something different. And so that yeah. carried us through, kind of. But then, you know, until my buddy realized that Big Daddy's one of his specials is way OP. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even touch him. Like, he would just smoke me in that <laughs> game. Ouch. Uh, here's one that'll never happen. Mother 3. Oh man, uh, I still I still want to believe there's a chance it could happen because as far as I mean yeah. you know there's that whole rumor with Emily Rogers and I 
I still 100% believe that she was right. I think that circumstances change, but I think that at the time she heard it and reported it, that it was happening. And I think something changed yeah. Nintendo's minds, and I and I still hold out hope that maybe there is a chance someday. Y'all are nuts. Mother 3 is never coming to the PlayStation. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, another big pipe dream of mine is just a new F-Zero game in general. Oh, right. I really want that game back in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, That'd uh, be nice. a 60 FPS, F-Zero, HD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Uh, give it to the guys who developed uh, Fast Racing RMX. Yeah, uh, Shinin, or Shinin. Yeah, they do a great yeah. job with it. Yeah, I completely mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, problem is Miyamoto doesn't seem to think there's anything they can do with it. And it's like, yeah. God, it's easy to imagine stuff. Yeah, I, it's like a completely different tone compared to like Mario Kart or whatever. So I don't know what Miyamoto is thinking these days. <laughs> you know, that's a good. That's a great point about Mario Kart. I I still believe that we're gonna get. A, a, an original Mario Kart for Switch. I don't think it's going to be just mm-hmm. a deluxe. I think we're going to get Mario Kart 9, or what I'd personally rather have is a Super Smash Kart, whatever it ends up being called, where you just get all of Nintendo's IPs. I'll think about that, too. Characters and tracks from across their whole, like, I want a Kirby track. I want, you know, a Star Fox track. I, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. Like, Mario Kart, I think they've done relatively everything they can with Mario Kart as it currently exists, and it's great still. Right. But I think it's time to branch out and, and do that because they already have you know kind of dabbled in that with the uh, Zelda and Animal Crossing DLC. Yeah, so much yeah. DLC. Yeah. Here, here's the problem, and it may be too late. Once they do that, there is no going back. That's true. Team that Sonic true. Racing, <laughs> just the reaction people have had to that. It's great to a game as it is. The fact that it is only they decided they wanted to make a spe- sonic specific racer rather than like all the uh, sega stuff and all the uh you know the tape that goes with that mm. and i mean that's just been like you know the biggest like you know criticism of the game since so right. if oh, nintendo yeah. were to evolve that mario kart would effectively be dead to be fair though there's no there's no going back from that uh just in the audience's eyes it would seem no you're right and of course you got to imagine how many mario characters that people love would have to be sacrificed to fit in like you know a full like you know nintendo roster that's like you know even approaching like you know non-third-party smash oh you mean like baby mario baby luigi pink old peach exactly like there's so much (laughs) fat in the current Mario Kart roster. Get rid of all the. Well, okay, keep Baby Mario and Luigi, but who do we really need? Baby <laughs> Rosalina, like, come on. And no. then, like, do we need the no. Koopa Kids to I, I come back? Like, eh. Pink Gold Peach. Pink, Pink Gold, Gold Peach. There's so many the babies, characters they can but- cut. I, I agree on the babies, but as early as Mario Kart 7, as I recall, the roster was, like, lousy. There wasn't Waluigi. Was Rosalina even playable in that? I don't think so. Mm. Exactly. I don't think so. And, I mean, it's like. They didn't have those. I've wanted Rob to come back ever since, like, uh, Mario Kart DS. And admittedly, uh, you know, going this kind of route would probably increase the likelihood. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, having, like, Funky Kong there is, like, you know, he's another I've, like, wanted to use. And I wasn't really good enough in Mario Kart Wii for that. So. Well, Mario Kart Wii but sucks, it's, so that's you okay. know. At least in my opinion. <laughs> Point. Um, no, you know, I agree with what it's, you're... It's not my favorite. Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing is better up and better uh, racing game up until uh, Mario Kart 8 anyway. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll raise you Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, which I thought was better than Mario Kart 8. Like, I still love that game to death. So, no, I hear you. Man. 
Well, I'm just saying that Mario Kart 8 is when uh, the Mario Kart series, in my eyes, was actually able, like, oh, on gotcha. a even ground to the Sonic uh, All-Stars games. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, and I will say, mm-hmm. I agree with you. There is no going back from that, and that could be a problem. However, it has not stopped them with Smash Brothers because, you know, with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, where do you go from that? Like, literally not, yeah. everyone is here. Literally everyone. And where do you go from that? You you know, I think... I mean, Sakurai... I think Sakurai even said as much. It's It would be a departure next time. Well, and he said that that's the kind of thing you can only do once. But at the same time, I feel right. like no matter... Even if he said that, if they go back to like a 20, 30 character roster and cut like 40 characters... There's, there's going to be a riot. <laughs> no one's going to be happy with that. I mean, there will be a yeah. few people. But like, no, very few people are going to be happy with that. But it didn't stop them from doing Ultimate. So... There is precedent for it, at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. but keep in mind, I mean, it's like, okay, would you continue calling it Mario Kart, uh, even if you've got, like, all these Nintendo All-Stars in it, or would you oh, change the you brand? you change the brand. Because... Yeah. Mm. And that's that's the key, because yeah. Mario Kart is a very powerful very brand, true. and I don't know that they would want to give that up, uh, you know, to expand mm. it, which raises further complications. No, that's, that's a really fair point. Then, if, if we can't get it, that's fine. Just give me Kirby stuff in Mario Kart 9, and I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, That's all I want. Sweet. Yeah, give, give me more F-Zero tracks. There you go. <laughs> it's better Bring than nothing. I just, you know, it's ever since that Rosalina reveal trailer, I've never been able to get the bug for Kirby and Mario Kart out of my system. Like, I really thought that when they were actually revealing Rosalina, that they were revealing Kirby and Mario Kart, like a, yeah. like a crossover. Yeah. That would be so cool. And of course, Rosalina and Smash was very cool as well, but I've never been able to get that bug out, out of my system. Yeah. So two thoughts. Two thoughts uh, following this uh, this train that we're on here. One, I would really love to see an ultimate, like a Mario Kart ultimate, in that it has like all the racers, all the vehicles, all the tracks. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like there's always tracks being left out or something, and you know I I would love something that's just really everything. Second, if we're like you know going into Smash's territory, uh, Mega Man and the Rush Roadstar. Oh, I mean, oh. there's already oh, yeah. you know you already got the Mega Man me costume in eight, so yeah, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get Sonic in there. Let's get Mega Man in there, and yeah. Wait, there's a Mega Man costume in Mario Kart Eight? No, yes, well, the, the me costume. Yeah, uh, me costume. Me, me costume. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I, oh, from the Amiibo. I from guess. the Amiibo. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Sorry. The Amiibo oh, okay. costume. Okay. I forgot all yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. We need another Mega Man Battle and Chase. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I think there are probably like but 15 we, people like, around d- the world asking for that. Oh. Before we delve into that, you know what? I think that could be a topic uh, all of its own, so maybe True. we can get together for that sometime. Cool. That's a fun idea. Cool, cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like we said, you know, between like, you know, your soccer's and uh, Battle and Chases and Command Missions, there's a lot yeah. of, you know, first steps that they never got their Mega Man 2 moment. And, uh, Man. You know, I, I think we can have a good episode about that, especially if there's demand for it. Hint, hint, listeners. Right, and especially because but, we, we've already covered so much. We've almost gone over two hours, so yeah, probably yeah, not yeah, the yeah. best topic to get into here. Right. Yeah, exactly. So do we have any other uh, E3 stuff we want to get into? Oh, I just want to say real quick, you really hit my heart there with Command Mission. I really want a sequel. I'm not going to get into it, but that would be like my dream announcement. I would be so hype over the moon. If they ever mm. announce a sequel to Command Mission. Oh, man. S- s- save those thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is something we can come back to when we're not trying to get caught up on the cartoon and stuff. <laughs> That's something I'd love to chat with you guys about. Because Command Mission, to me, was like the definition of like 
a five out of ten game or a seven out of ten, I guess. Let's say, let's say seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts as to why you really want a new one because I just it didn't stand out to me. But that would be a fun discussion. I'm with you, Ash. That's yeah. Yeah, I'd be really curious to hear that because as much as I thought because... I always wanted it, and I didn't. <laughs> well, well I'd be down to talk about that because, like I said, I had hopes and it didn't quite achieve those hopes. But, um, yeah, I'm not a role-playing uh, game guy to begin with for various reasons, but that one drew me in, and, uh, you know, like I said, we, we can get into that at another time. Uh, do we have any other E3 thoughts uh, here, or shall we start wrapping things up? Uh, I guess I'll just say, in the unlikelihood that we do get a, like, a legacy collection, I would want Battle Network the most, and I would hope that maybe they would have... A separate mode just for an online net battling. You could have like a chip pull from all across the series. Maybe you mm. could operate different navvies. Like, because it would be really hard to just go back and add multiplayer, change the code for all six games. So they could just make a separate mode just for online and everybody would be happy, probably. Yeah. That would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That'd be cool. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Aside from like zero and. Legends collection or legendary collection. <laughs> I mean, you know, that is the thing about Battle Network is that it, it, it is successful as successful as it was, and as much as I loved it, mm-hmm. it did come out a little before its time. Yes, and you know, especially with the the theme of the game and, and net battling and online and, and interconnect, you know, always being connected. That is real now. That exists in the real world. Mm-hmm. So having a Battle Network on Switch where you can always be connected and have this robust online community of net battlers and and what have you i think that could actually be really cool yeah i've been sitting on that one for a while i really want that mode to happen (laughs) yeah all right that might be something we can explore more in depth another time Mm -hmm. set up another one of these and uh yeah so with that uh i know it's been a while since we've released an episode we're we're on them there's just been some tough technical difficulties folks we're working through them and hopefully we'll be able to get caught up with the rest of the uh mega man fully charged cartoon and we've got other stuff planned as you can probably tell uh beyond the scope of the cartoon with the podcast so hopefully you'll keep listening in and as always uh if you're listening to the podcast like on uh soundcloud which you can listen to directly or embedded on the mega man network um and shadow rock's probably gonna be hosting this on his youtube channel uh, yeah shortly after the video version coming as soon as i can mm. which they'll have probably watched it potentially you know by the time they, <laughs> they hear that but uh let's see but yeah we're also on itunes and we're also on google play if uh, those work better for your needs the hosting fee is ours but the choice is yours actually i'm sorry i have to say you are not on itunes anymore you are on apple podcasts because uh, itunes has been killed oh. <laughs> so you might want to start saying that instead it's already interject I just wanted to, you know, iTunes was literally just killed. Wow, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, killed it. so they're, they're uh, splitting it up into Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Apple Movies. Hmm. There's just one big apple pie over there, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, did you say? I don't know when the actual rollout's going to begin, but yes, they're shortly, I think they're, they're killing iTunes and replacing that with Apple Podcasts for the podcast segment of everything they offer. Okay, uh, update your listings if they don't do it for you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so anyway, as for me, uh, if you want to catch more of my, uh, you know, malarkey, you can find me on social media at the MM Network on Twitter, also on uh, Tumblr, yeah. 
that's still a thing, kind of. <laughs> uh, and you can also look up the Mega Man Network on Facebook and the MMNetwork.com. Take it away, folks. Uh, you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter at ProtoDude. And you can check out my blog, Rockman Corner. You can find it at www.rockman-corner.com. You can find me on Twitter at ShatterrockX, and I am also running the YouTube channel, ShatterrockZX. It's youtube.com slash user slash ShatterrockZX. We do a lot of Mega Man content on there, and chances are, if you're listening to this, you're probably on this channel anyway, so you're already in the right place. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ash Paulson. Uh, it's A-S-H-P-A-U-L-S-E-N. And, of course, you can find me on the YouTube channel Game Explain. Uh, I haven't done a lot of content on Game Explain recently just because I've been really focused on my new full-time gig at a company called New Radio Media, where I'm actually going to also be uh, creating cool gaming-related content on their platform. So go, go check out their stuff. It's uh, newradiomedia.com. But I will be fully part of uh, Game Explain's E3 coverage and will be on the channel as much as I possibly can be, but, you know, GX doesn't quite pay the bills, so mm. gotta do what I gotta do. But, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me, and I just want to thank all of you again for inviting me onto this, uh, you know, this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, welcome. That's awesome, and thanks for joining us. All right, so for ProtoDude, for ShadowRock CX, and for Ash Paulson, this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out. <laughs>